Miller. He is the founder of the Quill Corporation. Hi, everyone. This is Higgy, and you're listening to Slang and Hope 21.6, The Net. I'd like to invite everyone to come out to the Stephen Robert Bates Memorial and Overdose Awareness event June the 30th. The event is taking place at the Williams County Fairgrounds in Montpelier, Ohio from noon to 8 p.m. We have some powerful and inspirational speakers as well as some phenomenal... Radio 21.6 The Net, as I look at the microphone, I don't know why I look at the microphone. Uh, because you look at the microphone. Stop looking at your tablet, we're on air, I know. getting ready to so, have this amazing show. Um, so, so, buttons on your So, shirt. so, so, hey kids, I love Raven. What up, hey Raven? kids. Where, the, where in the hell have you been, Raven? I know. It's like Elizabeth, Raven. Look, Jim's on. We haven't seen Jim for a while. Courtney. Hey, Courtney. Look at all these people. I don't see any. Get off my screen. Get off my lawn. Get off my lawn, you damn kids. So, hey, guys. It's Lori. another Monday. Yay. Wanting to do an intervention on someone who keeps going back, living with an enabling family. Wanting Ooh. to do an intervention... On someone who keeps going back out, living with an, an enabling. enabling family. That's rough. Okay, so my there's two pieces to that because of the enabling. I was struggling pretty hard. Then last night I stumbled onto some of my drug of choice, and it was hard. I I looked at it forever, then washed it down the sink. Stuff is really strange. tough right now. Um, I know that um, Daniel. Hey Daniel. Up? I know that Kathy's already reached out to Sarah, so I don't know um, if they're already starting to direct message or not. Sarah, where are you at? Like, where do you live? City and state. Um, okay. Okay, so Alicia, Alicia, where are you at? City and state, please. Wanting to do an intervention on someone that keeps going back out. So I'm going to be pretty blunt and uh, straightforward about interventions. Uh, my personal opinion on it is I don't think they work. Well, and I'll, That's just my personal opinion. I'll, I'll say this. Redford, Oregon. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, no, and Alicia, uh, yes, definitely proud of Sarah that um, she was able to do that. Um, going back to, to you really quickly um, is this. The intervention is, is going to be rough because if it's if you're doing an intervention, hey, Courtney. especially because if you're using family members for the intervention and they have an enabling 
if, if the family members are enabling this person, the intervention's not going to work because they're not going to be able to stick to their, you know, to whatever that, um, wow, I'm having, it's definitely a Monday. Hold on. I don't know where you're going. I know, I know where I'm going. Texas. The, they will not be able to stick to whatever those boundaries are that they're going to set for that person. Um, for the intervention. So let me ask. So it's not. It's it's not. In one aspect, Shay is saying that he doesn't believe interventions work. For me, I, my opinion. I, in his opinion, because um, again, we can only give suggestions here. We're we're not doctors. We don't have you know the MD behind our names. None of those things. Um, but for me, I look at it like this. I do believe that in, interventions can have their positives. But depending on who's sitting in on that intervention, if they have an enabling family and those enablers are there, their boundaries are not going yeah. to work. And that suicide prevention, all that kind of fun stuff that nobody else wants to talk about. Sometimes with um, real quick, please. We have a few what, more are you weeks. Thinking about doing something. We have a few more weeks. You can still order Slang and Hope T-shirts in the purple. Which is what I'm wearing. Um, that represent uh, uh, National Recovery Month until September 30th. And please remember that 50% of the proceeds goes to J2 Soon to help them become a nonprofit organization. If you want to purchase one, please direct message Slang and Hope. And we will get back to you as soon as possible. Here's the other fun gig about it, is if you live within 50 miles of Elgin, Illinois, I will hand deliver it. No, he won't. And if you live in the city of Chicago, I will come over and bring you your shirt, and what? I will take mine off. <laughs> will you wear the shirt and then take it off your back and give it to them? Yes. Okay. Wow. Only on the north side of Chicago, though. I don't generally on, we're gonna spend get a lot of time on the south side. <laughs> um, what else? What did everybody do this weekend? Jam, what did you do this weekend? I went to a wedding. I saw pictures. You were very... Uh, it was nice. I was playing dress up. Yeah. Yes, I had on oh, a shirt yeah. and tie. Yes, you did. And... Uh, it was cool. It was family. It was a family weekend. I was uh, in town for the weekend, which has not been something that has happened a lot. So I was able to go to my home group on Friday night, which is always awesome uh, to see all of my people that I miss so incredibly much. When is this uh, one? When I'm out of town. It's a new speaker. Mm -hmm. So I went to my home group on Friday night and then uh, did wedding stuff on Saturday, did the wedding on uh, Saturday night and just did more family stuff on Sunday and took, I took two naps on Sunday. It's amazing. Oh, it I was love naps. glorious. Two naps. One day. On. Two uh, naps in one day. Yeah. The man. power button on top. It was amazing. And then I went to my sort of second home group last night. So I went to my main home group on Friday night and my sort of second home home group on uh, last night because that's what I do when I'm in town. Uh, and uh, it, was, uh, it was a great, great, relaxing, chilled out kind of old school weekend, something that I've not been able to uh, participate in very much in the last 
uh, almost nine months now with all the touring I've been doing. So it was great to be home. Awesome. I'm sure the, the family liked that you were home. Ah. <laughs> they were like, get out of here. I don't know about that. I was happy to be home. I think a few people at the meetings I went to were happy to see me. Uh, the family, well. Maybe. No? Let's not go too far. Don't go too far? Let's not go too far. Let's not. Ooh, I think I put my Let's finger right in the. Get too far out over our skis. <laughs> Gidget! Sorry, I was getting excited because Gidget came on. Gidget's gonna get throat punched. No, she is not. So I was getting. I was. I was uh, inviting people. What did we do this weekend? We got attacked by mosquitoes. Oh my gosh. And then I broke my windshield because of it. Yeah, you are a warrior. I just didn't know my my own strength. <laughs> right. So what did we do this weekend? Uh, we had soccer. And of course, I went and worked on the race car. And then we had more soccer. Mm -hmm. You had a baptism. I did have a baptism. I got to spend time with my niece and nephew, the twins. My mother-in-law was in town. That's not very nice. I was smiling that I was happy. Mom that was in did, town. That didn't look. Mom was in town and it was mm -hmm. great. Okay. James! What's up, buddy? Why are you yelling again? Because I like to yell. Is there a problem with that? Why do you give him coffee? I haven't even had any yet. Fuck. I'm sorry. I give you food, I give him coffee. Yeah. But he, he and you, and she gives you a pillow to put your head on. Why does he keep yelling at me? I think he's angry he with you. He just yells all the time. I'm not angry with Jim at all. He's such a yeller. This is why I put you in between them. I know. This is, this is not... <laughs> Please, guys, go ahead and share this out. We came on right at 6 o'clock, so I didn't have time to, to share it out. Um, who do we have on tonight? Like. Hit the like button. Comment. Comment. Share. Share. Share to all the groups you're in, every group, including even if, that one. Even if it puts you in Facebook jail, just share wow. it out. I don't think people want to go that route. Especially that one group that you don't want to admit you're in. Mm-hmm. Ah. Share in that one for sure. Hear what yes. Gidget said? What? Coming just to visit you to give you a throat punch, Amtrak Shay. Sweet. When are you coming? Yeah, when are you coming? I'll give you a pillow to lay your head on, too. Jesus Christ. Hey, you guys, every time you hear Shay start to yell too much, hit the, hit the angry emoji guy. No, don't hit the angry <laughs> emoji guy. Just, just so that he knows that he's doing it. And I'll uh, be able to be like, see, look. You're way too angry. <laughs> Who's with us? Is James Kane with us? He yeah. was. I don't oh know if he's still it. Yes, he is. Yep. This guy. What's up, James? I love you to death, man. I miss you. Good to see your name up there. I'm hoping to be in Ohio sometime in the next month or so. I gotta figure out time to get back out there um, and uh, maybe come back out on the show. So, uh... I still haven't made it to the show. We were supposed to be on the show. We Dude, still the building that the it's in is so it's not scary. There it's not there anymore. Oh, they moved? Uh, oh, what do the... I know? The radio station that they were affiliated with got sold, mm -hmm. and the new people that bought the radio station said, "No, we don't want this." So, oh, and nice. it was literally they came in on a Friday to do the show, and mm -hmm. they got the info. Oh, that's always nice. Yeah. yeah. So, where are they doing it from now? They're, uh, they're doing the it church, from the church. Right? Okay. Cool. We could see shows what? what I know. Yeah. Hello, Shade Jam, and the very pretty. J oh, I love that. Who Thank said you. that? Scott. Oh, Scott. Scott. Stop Scott. it. No, keep going. Don't stop. <laughs> Could you know. see you all today. Or good to see you all today. Don't yell, Shay. 
Thank you, Eileen. Stop. Y- Evil. Oh, and see? Listen. see, look. Ice is back with see? a brand new invention. Angry Faces. Yeah, from Gidget. Angry Faces. From Gidget. Angry Faces. If I ever see you in a dark alley, I'm gonna run. <laughs> you <Ooh>. should run. You told her. Alright, I'm gonna do some sharing now, so why don't you guys uh, so, do your thing here? Real quick, I just wanna talk about something real, real quick. Um. It's not quick anymore. And all that was way too long. Jesus Christ. I'm going to go look to see if this I'm going to start yelling. It's super not quick now. Oh, I'm going to start yelling. You went into the yellow. I know you're yelling. I didn't even yell. Now it's even less quick. Now it's you cannot say real quick ever again. I'll, I'll never say blank quick ever again. Real quick. Oh, Slang and Hope with, with Jam, it says. Who oh, else that? Great. Mwah. Bobby. Alright, so my guys, Brian Kendrick and Marty Norman. Those fools. Um are having a shin gig this weekend. A what? It is the Truman House fundraiser, September twenty second, twenty eighteen, from three PM to nine PM. Awesome. So it is five dollars per person. Uh children are free. Uh West Terra. Hoot Community Center, and that's at 127 West Johnson Avenue. So, come and join. Come, come enjoy local vendors, food off the grill, and canvas, and canvas, and dessert from 6.30 to 7.30 to purchase Canvas and dessert tickets for $45. Please contact... Canvas? It's got to be something different on that one. That's Canvas, right? It is. Chad, you're absolutely right. The family won't stick to the plan. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Um... I mean, we've really jumped jumped in here. Yeah. Baton Rouge in the house. We're just going to... Maybe. I don't know. Correct. 7569. By Friday, September 14th, which is this Friday. So. Uh, you said September 14th? Today's the 17th. Last Friday. Or, oh, crap. Uh-oh. Sorry, I don't, I don't know my dates. You messed it all up. Uh, please, just contact anyways. Marianne at 812-239-7569. And it's the Truman House Fundraiser. Uh, they kind of talked about it this morning on... Monday motivation and I, I kind of grabbed some of it so I'm kind of put it in my own little words which is they're trying to raise uh, some coin um, with the help of the community and community leaders that they deal with out there and they're going to be opening another house oh nice oh, that's good and the Truman house is a sober living house that uh, I think they have two houses already and the city came to them and kind of was like, hey, we do have a, a, a huge issue here. Um, would you guys be interested in doing another house? That's and amazing. we're going to help you. Good so, for you. Yeah, that's Good for them. That's awesome, especially yeah. if the city is coming to them. I believe that's kind of what it was came down that's to. Very they're cool. very involved in the, the city out there. Yeah, they're good dudes. Um, and I, I sent them a message that I w- would love to be there this weekend, but... It is the last race of my racing season. Did you hear that? But. 
and I definitely kind of really want to make it with my new car. So, um, so but there will be an extra he's one. Not going. There will be another. He's one. not going. No, it's on Saturday, and this race is Saturday. <laughs> so he's not going. No, I'm not going. But I'm going to make up a, a point to get out there and um, and or try to figure out how to maybe donate some coin to them. Very nice. So that's what it is. I'll announce that Very later in the nice. show for anybody that has not heard that or anybody new that's coming on. Um, recovery Nation Apparel supports family, supports people in recovery and families dealing with addiction and alcoholism. Please check them out. RecoveryNationApparel.com. Do you see what I did there? Look at all that. Just to help you out. Jesus Christ. Jam Walker is a national touring musician using his talents to fight the heroin epidemic. You can visit him at jamalker.com, Instagram, the Jamagram, Facebook.com, Jam Alker Music, YouTube.com, Jam or forward slash Jam Alker, Spotify, Jam Alker, just Jam Alker, just punch in Jam Alker to Google and. <laughs> or just punch Jam Alker. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> check him out, please. Yes, check um, him out, please. He's got some new stuff coming up, but we're not going to talk about that unless he wants to. But uh, he's going places. Also, going places and doing doing things. things. What is the? Oh, I don't care about the number one. Oh, number one poster. Oh, I was gonna. That one should be like number two. Focus. Poster. Focus. I don't need to focus. Focus. Uh, Terry Lynn and Faith McGeehee with J2 Soon. J2 Soon is a group of mothers who have been directly impacted by their child's addictive illness disorder. Sorry. Really? It's a it's a family show. It's really not because you've said worse. Um, again, J2 Soon is something that uh, Slang and Hope is uh, very passionate about. I'm very passionate about it myself. Jess is. Uh, we support Terry Lynn and J2 soon as much as possible. That's where the money's going. Um, so again, the purple Slang and Hope Radio 21.6 The Net shirts. 50% of the proceeds from these shirts are going to J2 soon to get them up and running. Uh... No More Heroin, Facebook is a network of live feeds, podcasts, and radio shows promoting recovery and positivity in the online community. Um, check them out also. Survivor Series is back on. Um, a couple of the other things that were kind of off for a little bit are back on. So, oh, it is back on? Yeah, Survivor Series is back on. Okay. They started, Very cool. I think he started it up about a month ago. Awesome. Um, now you're being louder than I am. I am. So bring it down a tone. I, I'm not hitting the yellow. Uh, uh, bah, 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 bah. Chicago Hope Dealers is a support group that helps and uplifts people from all walks of life. Everyone is welcome at Chicago Hope Dealers, no matter what A you belong to. Please visit them out on Monday nights from 8 to whenever they get off the air. 8 to it's like 10 or 8. Yeah, 10 it's like 8 to 10. And you can visit all on Facebook. What? I was going to say, how long have you been reading these? I still have to look at it. So I what? know, and it's just so, you're just so much like every single word, though. It just, it, like, just every single word. He gets so mad at me. 
Okay, because if right. I can remember everything and then put it in my own words, I would. But there is something sure? wrong with my brain where I don't remember shit. Why, so, do you, why do you have something wrong with your brain? I don't know. Because I'm a fucking drunk and an addict. <laughs> I don't know. My memory's gone. I think I have, like, the beginning stages of dementia or something. I don't remember. Let's not go beginning. Let's say, like, mediaries, medium, <laughs> like the, the medium stages of it. Let's not go beginning. I would probably say beginning. I would probably say because I know how to. I can remember how to do things. I can't remember short. Term. I have no short term. Somebody life. called you peanut. Hold on. Who called me peanut? No, aunt called jam peanut. Peanut butter. What's up, peanut butter? Jam. I get it. <laughs> Don't be jelly. <laughs> Jesse said old timers disease. It's something. I don't know what it is. I have some timers because sometimes I want to remember and sometimes I don't. What does it say? What does Joe say up there? I, I don't know. I should have got the thing so you can scroll. I can't see that. Far. I don't want to kill yeah. them. Is that what that says? Kill who? I can't Peanut really read that. Jam. My eyes are yeah, shot. I can't see. I don't know why. I don't, I don't want know. to. It looks like it says I don't want to kill them. Yeah, kill who? Well, that's not even scrolled. Right, but isn't that? Yes. Is that well, what get it your says? pointer. Does. I will get my pointer here in a second. I don't want to kill them. Is that what? Yeah, I think that's I supposed think to just scroll by itself. That's super it aggressive, Joe. Yeah. Or no, I guess you're saying you don't want to kill them. Kill who? I don't oh. want to kill them. Her, Hern. It's not even them. It's <laughs> it's H E R N. You guys are too much. I'm All right. Sweating. Whatever. I know it's freaking hot in here. It is. It's always hot in here. You guys are. It's maybe because you two are sitting together. It's getting hot on her. I think that's what it is. Oh, you're close. Y'all always bring it back to taking her clothes off. I am. You know, so I'm wounding my clothes off. All right. Why don't you talk about Shay? Okay. Who we've got coming on? We're at about six twenty here, and then I'll get the pointer ready. Oh, Shay was so excited. Have you seen one of these? It's a pointer that you point at the stupid computer. Do you know what these are? It, well, you be quiet because you didn't know what this was until last week. I thought it was week. amazing, but the problem is, is it, it's super slow. <laughs> what is it? It's a pointer. It's a pointer. It's a wireless mouse, basically. It's a wireless pointer. Sweet. It's kind of, yeah, it is pretty sweet. Um, let's see. What do we got going on here? I've Her. got stuff down there. I know you did, babe. I right. to help you out. I can read. Okay. I'm trying to pull up this on her. On her? So I can read the comments since I can't look up there. So I don't even know why that's even up there. Uh, yeah, I need everybody to go and follow my music page if you haven't already done so. <laughs> go to Jam Walker Music. Not right now because you're watching this show. Unless you have another device that you can go to. And just make sure that you follow... Jam Walker Music, and also my public figure page, which is just called Jam. Ooh. Jelly. You can go there and also follow that page. Jelly Jam. Make jam, sure jam, you follow jelly. both of those pages, because it's very important. Um, I can't see. You would have to do it, because I can't see the, oh. the computer. Follow Jam. Hurry, hurry. Are you sure? Is this on? It is on. See? There you go. Yeah, but I don't. Uh oh, I can't see the. <laughs> I think this we need is to. This going great. All right. Oh, uh, I know what I gotta do. I gotta put it on there. Hold on, guys. So. Hold on. All right. Perfect. Um. All right. So tonight, we have. Who do we have? 
<sighs> we have a guy. That got with another guy Whoa. that owns a coffee place and decided to make coffee. Recovery coffee. And it's so good. It makes me sweat. I think you're just sweating because you're sitting next to Jam. I'm just hot. Uh, follow Jam. Hurry, hurry. Um, Squirrel. We have Joe Turner on tonight. 20 years of addiction, five years in sobriety, founder of Recovery Warriors, also the creator of Recovery Coffee, which I am drinking now, because it's so damn good. Is that what we're drinking? I no, we're, we're not. He is. He is. Okay. Wow. Sorry, Joe. Well, I can't drink it. Joe and I have already had this conversation. Sorry, Joe. No. But I am drinking that. Why can't you? Joe, oh, because I'd be like a cat on the ceiling. So, so you got this motherfucker drinking it. Well, because he won't drink the other stuff. I won't drink. I hate uh, Dunkin' Donuts coffee. I think it's Brandon, gross. Jam Walker, my favorite. Aww. Aww. The Cincinnati Kid in the house. What's up, brother? See, now you got so loud. Yeah. Tone it down a little bit. You went into the yellow. So, uh, <laughs> Joe, what I need you to do, let me see if you're on... You're well, probably he, not. Yeah, he, pro he was. Let's see if my phone's gonna work. Oh, don't even. No, we can't start that, cause you get so upset. He's the second person down, isn't Wait, he? Can Can you stop for a second? I understand that he's the second person down, but it does not say invite him. Hmm. <laughs> so, Mr. Jojo, turn your phone sideways. And at the bottom of your screen, you know how to do this. At the bottom of your screen, send me an invite because I cannot invite you. Because I don't believe you're a follower of Sling and Hope Radio. Uh, Whoa. Right? You know, I said that to Jam, and then he kind of got a little upset with me. And I think he actually had to send me a screenshot to yeah, show dude, me I've that. I've been a follower forever. Oh, you, you have been? Yeah. Of course. We never see you on because you never go on. No, you I never, invite him all the never, time, but he never, never pop in. No, not even just to say hi, just to pretend like he's watching. Right. You know, he could just pretend. So, Joe, send me a, ah, there. You, wait, let's see if that is you. I would hope it's him. Yes, sir. Approving you now. Adding you. Holy shit! It's gonna fucking work. Why are you using all this foul language? Can. 21.6 in that. Remember that we are also... Going to be podcasted. Well, no, we already are. On Archer, or no, Anchor Podcast, whatever that means. It's the, Is that the podcast... Channel? I guess so. Did it not? I'm not, he's still there. It looks like, I don't know. There's a little... There's a little thing above there's there? <laughs> But it doesn't say that it's connected yeah, anymore. It's not doing anything. No. Let me guess. He's still there. Nope. It's not like on your head. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Maggie, for sharing out. I appreciate it. Hello, right. Linda. Is his face? Tina, I'm back. 
it's that, you know, the profile picture. <laughs> it's put on top of your head. <laughs> they don't see it, though. I think only we see no, it. No, we only see it. <laughs> and for some reason, it's not letting me cancel it. Who's that approved there? But it's not doing it. What was the other button that was there? When you go to approve uh, it? There, yep. Now have him go back, unless you have a button. Have him do it again. No, his thing's still stuck there. We'll see if he can cancel it out, and then... Joe, cancel it out and send me... Send it in yes, out again. Yes, you're supposed to share. Please, something's going on. Facebook just doesn't like us, or I think it's actually Shay's phone. And he said that we should use my phone, and then he he hooked up his phone. Oh, really? You did. Hi, Patty. <laughs> okay, because that's what I did. He did. It's Patty. No. Hi, hey, Patty. Love you. That's not what I did. We did. We talked about Patty today, in a good way, didn't we? Well, yeah, in a good way, of course, in a good way. We, we wouldn't talk Patty. about her in a bad way. All right, hold on, Joe. I, there it is. says we're adding you. Whoop, whoop. Oh, uh, turn your phone sideways. Hopefully here. Already shared. Thank you, John. I did. <laughs> <laughs> See if you can turn that up so it's a little bit louder so we can hear him. Are you watching TV? Well, I was using these. Oh, so you can now, hear. Now I got an echo. Now you got an echo? What? Now you got an echo? Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you good. Okay. Did you send us a bio? Yeah, he sent us if you go on there. But why don't you let him tell us? Aha! So what's up, my brother? My brother. Hold on. Yep. Get yourself situated. I got any other headphones? I need some headphones here. <laughs> Get them. <laughs> oh, look at that. Hey. Love you, Big Joe. Cheers. Cheers, <laughs> buddy. See? Hey, come on, get it up to the screen, man. We'll clinky it right on Facebook Live. Oh. Come on. I, I'm there. Oh, all right. Hold on. <laughs> gotta get, I've got to go low tech for your all show here. Hold on. Hold up. Wait a minute. You got to do me one big favor, Joe. Turn down your TV. I'm getting ready to go for a walk. Oh, okay. Are oh, you getting a selfie stick? <laughs> uh, well, hey, I do have a gimbal. This is where's my selfie stick at? Yep. Straight fourteen-year-old blind, like cheerleader status, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, I live in a rough neighborhood. So if I got this selfie stick and this this phone, and somebody runs by and steals it, I want to try to get a good description. <laughs> <laughs> I think that. Oh, now I can't hear you. We'll, uh, we'll start taking screenshots. Oh, yeah. Are the headphones in? Wait a minute. Okay. And now it sounds good. Yep. 
Yeah. All right, hold on. We can hold hear on. you. Wait a minute. Back up. Let me put some hemp in it. Hold on. <laughs> Whoa, check this out. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> now, Kathy says, get it together, Joe. You know, Kathy has been around me long enough, and she should know that it's never going to happen. And then Higgy said, the head. <laughs> there's, the, there's my son, there's, there's my wife. Say hi, everybody. She doesn't want nothing to do with it. No, I'm so getting punched in the throat later on tonight. Right, you're going to get a coffee mug to the back of the head. No, no, hey, now that's blasphemy. What's, what's wrong with you people? <laughs> I'm going to have to reevaluate our friendship after that statement. <laughs> so, Joe Turner, man. I mean, I, I think this is where you always do your uh, lives from. Because I remember the brick wall. Hey. There you go. Okay. Still shot that. Still shot. <laughs> you are too much. Um. <laughs> What's going on? Hey, hey. Where I live, we can see a drug dealer or a drive by, or I mean, I can get shot on your show. So I mean, you're, you know, your ratings will go up. Great. <laughs> our, our algorithms? Is that what it is that Facebook does? <laughs> I'm just trying to help y'all get some good ratings. That's all I'm saying. Well, I appreciate that. I, I don't know if I want you to get shot just so that we can get um, good algorithms on uh, Facebook. Uh, they won't get a cherry. It'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> so as founder of the Recovery Warriors, 20 years of addiction, five years in recovery. What was that? A little bit of a burp. Was that a bird? Bless you. Focus. Well, it was in my ear. Focus. They're waiting to hear no, Joe's hey. story. No, hey, look, Jam. Yo. Look, you have my you have my permission to go get his favorite coffee mug and get you a cup of some real coffee. Ooh. <laughs> you know, I. Uh oh. I'm gonna have to take some home with me because I would like to check out the real coffee. The thing is, is if I drink any more coffee here tonight, um, I don't think I'm going to be able to sit still, and um, I will start sweating even more than I already am. I'm a, I'm, I'm kind of a sensitive, like dainty little flower. If when it really comes down to it, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> can't drink too much coffee. You know what? Since I've been in recovery, I have completely changed around. Not just like, I try to look at like mind, body, and spirit, right? And a lot of times the, the body component gets left out of a lot of people's uh, recovery. You know, the, the rock star energy, the monsters, the mountain dews, the five hour energies. Don't look at me. I'm not judging anyone. I'm saying for myself personally, I made, I tried to make a complete transformation. And a part of that was that I try to very much limit my, uh, my caffeine intake. So I usually just have one cup of coffee in the morning and that's it uh, and then when I come here
here to do the shows, they give me more coffee, and then I end up yelling like right what's happening right now, and I'm sweating, and I don't know what I'm doing, and I keep pointing down like towards my private parts, and I can't get myself to stop, so I should not have any more coffee is what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> yeah, and they tell me. And, yeah. <laughs> and, they, and they both talk shit about me. So trying to blame it on me because I'm giving the coffee out. Right. Yeah. So, who is Joe Turner? Give us a little background. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's the question. Like, it's very existential. Like, is this like who is Jam? Like, is this Jam? Is this Jam's hand? Like, is this still a hand? Or is this a fist? Is this praying hands? Like, like who am I? Who are you really? When it comes right down to it. I feel like I'm in a Dr. Seuss moment or something here. See, spot run? Did spot really run? Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> like, who is Joe Turner, right? Who are any of us when it comes right down to it? Like, dust, wind. No. That's mean, part of a song. You're making me feel kind of bad because you're talking about being all, you know, spiritual. Oh. Oh, we're lagging. Ah, whoa. You're oh. back. You're back. Chinese movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! And here, and here I am smoking and drinking coffee. Oh man, you're making me feel kind of bad. No, not at all. Everybody's on their own path. Yep. At least I'm not vaping. I feel better that I'm not vaping. <laughs> hey, this this gum that I'm chewing is nicotine gum. So I've stopped smoking about two years ago, but I've not been able to quit the ju the gum. You know, regardless of any of this other shit, I'm still an addict. So, uh, you know, the struggle is real. There's children watching. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's not. There's yeah. not. <laughs> if if if, <laughs> if 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 so, they're fucked. <laughs> so, who are you? What's your? Uh... Oh, here we go. Back to the question. Well, again, who is Joe? Who are Shay? Give us a little bit of Joe Turner. Um, four score seven years ago. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. Don't tune out just because I said that. Don't do that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, look, guys. Um, you know. I grew up on guys. I was born into an MC, and they they were both good guys. I mean, yeah, we're in Paris, Kentucky. Uh, for anybody who don't know, I'm down here in good old Bluegrass State. We talk like this, go around barefoot. But for real, I mean, it was. Uh, I grew up kind of rough. They were a bunch of good guys, but it was still an MC. It was still they do what MCs do. Yeah, it was on country style. So, I mean, I grew up. You know, doing what you know, seeing what bikers do. Um, I mean, I've seen my father shoot people. I've seen people cut in half with shotguns. So there, there are people who don't know what an MC is. MC stands for motorcycle club. motorcycle club. Thank you. Can you hear? And I'm pretty sure everybody's watched Sons of Anarchy, which that show aggravates me because it it glorifies what all that is it makes it look fun alright I'm getting a bad echo you can't put oh. it up there sorry alright go ahead but uh you know, it's fine my mother I love her to death but she ended up leaving my dad and 
She married uh, one of the largest cocaine de dealers in Central Kentucky. And of course, you can imagine I lived the the Brady family lifestyle from there on out. Oh yeah. You know, he was he was extremely abusive. He was abusive to me, my mother. Um, it's just how it went. You know, I you know, mom was a heavy alcoholic. My father was a heavy alcoholic. I mean, I I adored my father. I wanted to be just like him. Dad drank at least a half a gallon of Old Foyster bourbon every night, so every time he'd pass out, I started at the age eight going to steal in his glass. Um, and if anybody's ever drank something that's called Old Foyster, it's not what you put on your steak. It's not the same thing. Uh, but it was horrible, but I loved what it did to me. It's the same old story. It's what everybody says. All right. And I just, I was off to the races. I stole every drink I could get, every chance I could get. You know, my stepdad gave me a first edu you know, first grade A++ education on trafficking, what, uh, what cocaine was, what it did to you, how to do it, how to sell it, how to do whatever you wanted to with it. You know, and this has progressed. Uh, my, father, my mother had shot my stepdad in the head, you know, in front of me. Now, it didn't kill him. He, he was a hard-ass son of a bitch. And since Jerry, you cussed, I'm going to rock with it. Um, Swearing's and, allowed. Uh, she, he was a big guy, a real big guy. I mean, real tall. He was six, six, something like that. And uh, she was standing below him, had the nine millimeter with the hollow point pointed at an angle. And it actually traveled uh, between his skull and his skin and traveled down into his neck, and the bullet was right there in his shoulder when the doctor pulled it out. Wow. You know, and, and here I am. This shows you how sick I am. I'm in there watching the doctor pull the bullet out <clears throat> while my mom's got, uh, being hauled off to uh, jail for attempted murder. Uh-oh, back again. There you are. Yeah, girl, we together? Yep. Yep. Did you? Uh, you know, this progressed when I, when I tried, you know, and I stayed in school, man. I kept good grades. I kept good grades. Uh, when I turned 15, when I turned 16, got my driver's license, my stepdad came up to me that night and he said, son, I got an interesting proposition for you. You're a minor. They can't put you in big boy jail, so I got a job for you. So at the age of 16, he started sending me back and forth up north, getting what he needed me to get. I'd come back, he'd hand me $5,000 and a quarter ounce. Every time, every Friday, I get out of school, take a road trip. Wow. I'd come back with him, and then I would personally take a trip to the mountains and get some good old-fashioned bluegrass and bring it back down here. So at 16, I had money, drugs, and women. Thought I was on cloud nine, living the dream. You know, graduated, graduated high school, went on to college, got a degree in sound engineering. Wait, hang on, hang on a second, um, hang on. You were getting $5,000 per weekend for doing this. You were also, you also stayed in school while you had all of this at 16. You stayed in school, finished, graduated from high school, and went to college with having all of this going on. Yes. Wow. Well, you want to stay around your customer base. Yeah. But you also, you say you did well in school, clearly, because you could have waited, you could have stayed around the people i mean once you're established as being the dude with the drugs you don't have to go to school they know you they know where to find you you could have been around them after school but you chose to stay in school get good grades 
and graduate. That's pretty amazing. That's, that's something my mom and dad just, they kept on me. I mean, everybody did what they did. Mom, dad, they drank. I mean, my mom divorced my stepdad four times, married him three, and two of them married was in prison. You know, so I, it, it was like I had to have that, I had to have both sides of that coin. My life was utter chaos at home, utter chaos. And I guess that was me trying to force some kind of normalcy in my life. Okay, that makes sense. And then you went to college. I mean, I, that's the only way. You what? And then you went to college. Right, I went to college, graduated from high school for 4.0, graduated college in 3.8. Wow. Where'd you and go to? Where'd you go to I college? Straight into working for the. No, it was Fugazi. That was the name of it. Fugazi. It was not the music festival. It was a band. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I went to, I mean, I went straight out of college. I actually started working at the number one TV station in my state as their main audio operator. I started interning at a radio station, went to work for Channel 27 here in Kentucky. And, uh, I mean, I was trying. I mean, I ended up marrying my high school sweetheart. I found a girl in my senior year, and me and her are still together to this day. I mean, that's the woman you saw in the kitchen. Uh, she was not barefoot for anybody who wants to stereotype me. A bunch of bigots. <laughs> <laughs> bigots. Not even gonna go there. <laughs> gonna leave that Let's one alone. Just go ahead and move on. <laughs> so. It, oh. It, what? I think we lost sound there with you. We got you. No, we got him. Oh. You can hear me, There we go. So we, we, there's a delay in y'all's audio. Yeah, you and I actually met down in Ohio and had some time to spend together and, and chit chat. And uh, you actually became a, a, an electrician, right? Or that's what you're. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I, I kept the TV job for a year and I, I failed a drug test. Imagine that. What? Shocking. And so they wouldn't do me. <laughs> I know. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, I'm working in television. I thought it'd be okay to do coke off the soundboard and smoke pot at every break. I just thought that was okay. I, I, it's not okay. You know. You know. I know now. That's Jim, weird. Jim, I know now. I, I, you just told me. Well, I just learned something new. Been, you know. I didn't know until oh, just okay. now. I'm sorry, I thought she was trying to educate. No, you you just educated me. I mean, I you know, being a musician, I've been in plenty of studios, and. I'm pretty sure I thought until now that it was a rule that there had to be cocaine like on the soundboard in a recording studio. Well, isn't there any other? Yeah, there's no I mean, other way to record. Right. <laughs> no, there's. Uh, yeah, there is, guys. No way. Well, we're, we're kidding, no, everybody. We're kidding, everyone. We're kidding. If you hey, don't I, realize, I know I've hung out in recording studios. I'm not. Was never in a band. Can't play a musical instrument if my life depended on it. But I had a lot of friends that were in bands and we would hang out in recording studios in the city and that's kind of how stuff was done. Lots of drugs in the music scene. Yep. Oh, you better believe it. I mean, I'd helped a lot of, I'm a metalhead at heart. Oh man, the, the, the feedback is killing me, guys. I don't know where he's getting feedback from. I thought you just said you're a metalhead and now you can't deal with feedback? <laughs> you still hear yourself? 
Yeah, I, I think I have to do something with my phone. Yeah, because we don't we don't have any feedback on our end. Yeah, it's coming through my head, but it's okay. Let's move on. I'll, I'll adapt it. Well, you got to, like, boost mobile up in there or something? <laughs> no, it's, it's AT&T, so it's just as bad. Yeah. We have the same here. But, but I mean, it's... So all this happened, right? You know, I, 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 got, I graduated high school. I graduated college. Went on. I lost that job. And my daddy grew up an electrician, so I, I just lined houses with him my whole life. And I just... You know, I was making seven fifty an hour being the main audio operator for the number one TV station. So I was like, this is a joke. I can make ten times that going and wiring houses. So I went back, went with my dad. You want to stop him for a second and try to the other speaker? I mean, I kept, my career, I kept both there's careers sound there going. Too. What speaker? Keep going, Joe. Some sort of technical Hold on. Issues. We're going we're gonna to so. try a different speaker and see if it... Uh, Changes anything. Changes the, the, the feedback. Alright. Now try. Jill's frozen. Alright. I can't use this cord. Why? It doesn't fit in my phone. Oh, we'll get the other cord. Now that he's frozen. Thank you. Joe, are you there? Or maybe it's a cord. Whoa, hey. Joe. Hey, hey Joe. Joe. <laughs> Where are you going with that gun in your hand? Nope, we lost him. I'm missing the fucking Bears game for you guys tonight. We can put it up there. We can put it up there if you want. Will you yeah, we don't need to. So, turn that off. Oh, sorry, 21.6, the nut. Joe, send me a request. I don't know what happened. Joe, Joe! Who's Joe, Joe? Joe! What you do with the remote? Joe! Lost you, Joe. Yep, yeah, we lost him. Oh, Christ. Jesus. Criminy. I don't what know what happened. Jim Jiminy Crickets. What are we going to do in the meantime? <coughs> all these people watching. I know what we can do. Let's take our shirts off. No. no. We have 24 people watching us live right now. They want, Nobody wants they to see the dead bod. They want Shane nipples. They want jam nipples. Give me some Shane nipples. No. They Give really want jam nipples. Uh, we lost Joe somehow. Joe, send us a... They want to hear you sing. I need to give me some Shane nipples. No. Yeah. Give me some Shane. Give me some Shane. Give me some Shane nipples. No, you're not getting Shane nipples. I need to get me some Shay nipples. Shay boobs? I don't have Shay boobs. I need to get me I'm some not that Shay nipples. Oh. I need to get me some Shay nipples. Oh yeah, I yeah. need to get me some Shay nipples. I need them Shay nipples. I need them shane-nipples, I need them shane-shane-shane-nipples, I need some shane. 
<laughs> All right. I need some shade. I need some shade. Nipples. Come on and sing it. Give me the nip. <laughs> the nip? Say, give me the nips. Say, give me them nips. Say, give me them nips. Give me them nips. All right. I need some shade. Nipples. I need some shade. I need some shade. I need some shade, nipple. Your new single, Jim. There you go. Shade nipples. Your new single, Jim. All right. Hey, I, I, I'll help produce that. Nice. You, you, hey, come on. You sing it? Yeah. I'll mix it. You bring the cocaine. <laughs> Negative? Oh, we don't got to live that way anymore. We don't got to live that way no more. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> Calm down. No more coffee for you, buddy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no now shit. you understand. Jesus. You understand. I just got a whole song made up right now about my nipples. Is there feedback anymore? No, we're good now. Yeah, all it's right. the other speaker. It's the wrong speaker. So I'll use that speaker. For and if you had one in his back, he'd have triple nipples. I need them shame nipples. Power off. Yeah, power <laughs> off, Z. <Yeah. laughs> Touch him on the head, and it's power off. Well, yeah, don't touch his hair. Yeah, All you, right. can't, you can't touch his hair. Do not touch the hair. So. Hey. Yeah. Don't, definitely don't touch his head. Don't touch yeah. his head. While he's sleeping. This is, uh. This Dreaming is, about Shea nipples. I need some Shea <laughs> In Shea's bed. In my bed. Yeah, I took a nap in, uh, in Shea's bed earlier. I know. Yeah. I know. And my my wife only cooks dinner when Jam comes over. So while Shay was at work, now, all I'm thinking is, yeah. is, if us three got together in the same room, all up on some coffee, we would have gold. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Do you know how many gold. Facebook followers you guys would have? For real, <laughs> it would have to go Facebook Live. Yeah, we can make it happen. Hey, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going after the YouTube money. Going after the YouTube money with that one. Yeah, yeah, that's a good call. That would Ter work. Terry Lynn says that coffee must be great. Yeah, it's uh, it is. it's good. Somebody, somebody put the link in the comments right there. Come on. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how to. Jess is gonna have to try to figure oh, that out for what your coffee. No, yeah. I'm so gonna hook you up right now. I don't Just know how to, to do any of that now. shit. I need some Joe coffee. Kathy, Kathy says, Jam, you're Joe. killing me. Yeah. I need now, some Joe. Now I'm upside down. I need <laughs> some Joe No, you're good. <laughs> I see you, Chris. I'm upside down on my phone. I need oh, some Not Joe here. coffee. No, you're straight. You're straight on us. All right. Well, let's get back to business here. What? what? So, I'm, hold on. I'm, I'm upside down on my phone. Hmm. Turn them down. Oh God! Now you're upside. Now you're down. upside down on us. <laughs> I need some shade nipple. Oh my lord! I need some Joe coffee. What's wrong with my phone? I need some Just Joe, make it some Joe coffee. coffee. I need. If he some... has any more coffee, we're gonna be in trouble. What is the name of the coffee? It's Recovery Coffee. Recovery Coffee, baby. I think I still have a bag of it. I need some recovery. Now you're sideways. Hold on. Looks like you're coming out of the side of jam. Oh. There it is. Whoa. 
Happy people coffee. I'm still, up, I'm still upside down on my phone. I'm yeah, but for phone. us, you're right. You're the right way. Oh. Well, it's, it's, I'm not a camera guy. Okay. It's going to drive you nuts, isn't it? I need some shade <laughs> Alright. <laughs> I need some shade. I need some shade. Just... Oh. Alright, hold on. Oh. Hold on. He's so, it's happy, so it's happy slash recovery coffee. Look at this. No, look, come here. <laughs> He's like, I need help. Joe <laughs> Coffee. Is, is that the wife? Is she going to help you out? No, she straight ran. Anytime I'm doing a live, she runs. <laughs> Jam needs recovery, no. not coffee. Right. <laughs> I, I can't. This is driving nuts. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, on your end, on our end, you were right. So now you're sideways. Just... Just smell it. Mm. I James said, if you're feeling sleepy. <laughs> Terry says it definitely makes you happy, correct, Jam? Uh, the what? <laughs> it's, Terry says it definitely makes you happy, correct, Jam? 29 years. Uh, it's, yeah, uh, Diana. Okay. So this is supposed to be about recovery? Oh. Well, no, we're just kind of having... I think he got upset that he we, was upside down, so he we, just uh, disconnected. Is it's someone like, asking if yeah, it's supposed to be about so recovery? So it's Sling and Hope Who's Radio. Uh, Diana. Takaro. Uh, she has 29 years. Congratulations. Mm. Can we get some hearts on that? Congratulations, Diana. I think we should get some hearts flying. So, Diana, Sling and Hope uh, Radio is... The basis behind it is um, it's for anybody that's feeling hopeless. So it could be... Um, Jam out to do a happy people coffee jingle. Yeah. We talk a lot about recovery, but when I'm yeah. here, I try to bring in as much dumb shit as possible. So that's kind <laughs> of part of the deal. Yes. So we talk about anything and everything. We talk uh, alcoholism, drug Shays addiction. Shays nipples. Apparently, my nipples. Um, we talk suicide prevention. We talk mental illness. We talk anything and everything that deals with absolutely nothing. <laughs> now, for anybody that's yeah. feeling hopeless. <laughs> 30 is the hardest. But, uh, um... Joe fell off. His phone was sideways on his end, so I think thanks, he... Thanks, Rob. Oh, here that he is. looks like he... He's back. Hold on. We're going to try it again. Joe, turn it sideways. And actually, this month we've really focused on recovery because it's National Recovery Month. Is it? Yeah. Did you really just say that? <laughs> this is National Recovery Month? It is. I mean, every month should be National Recovery Month, but I mean... Well, let's see. Okay. Hey, there he is. Monica, there's Joe. Amy Young from Lexington, Lexington Kentucky. Kentucky. We're doing good, Amy. Thanks. How are you? Oh, he got up on his rock. Okay. Uh, all right. Turtle. All right. We're, are we going to get serious here, or am I going to have to come down there and give Shay a hug? No. Well, it would have to be come up here because you're below us, just so you know. Hmm. Recovery Awareness Month. I guess I got that wrong. Latitude so, uh, last year's gas been the worst. My son's passed away. Can't believe <clears throat> I didn't fall. 
Well, it, I mean, apparently, hold on. What did we talk about that? You Di- got you got to say it out loud. Diana so says last year's been the worst. My son's father passed away. Can't believe I didn't fall. Well, apparently, you've been doing something right for the last 28, 29 years on a regular, working wow. the steps, dealing with a sponsor, going to meetings if that's your gig. So you've always had the tools to use, and uh, that's awesome that you uh, have not fallen off. Um, what the fuck? Super happy about that. What the? Did it go sideways again? No, it's upside down again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just, you're just gonna have to live with it upside down. Yeah, cause you're right side up uh, on our sorry. end. Oh. <laughs> oh. That's it. That's it. I'm gonna have a Jimi Hendrix moment with this thing after we get off here. It's gonna be some right. fluid. Yes. Yes. So, right. um, we were talking about before all of the upside downness. My nipples and all that kind of stuff. What were we talking about? I mean, you know what? Where were we at in your story? You had become an electrician. Oh, so you were you were an electrician. You went to work for your your dad. You said. Yes. Yes. I, oh my God! I can't. This is just focus on Jam and Shay. Yeah. You you need me to take my shirt off? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> no. No. All right. No, I, I, all right. Look, I went, to, I went to work with Dad. I was in construction zones everywhere. So, I mean, that was perfect grounds for me. I was able to, you know, do what I do and still keep a job. I mean, me and the, me and the wife had ended up getting a house. I had plenty of money, you know, and my addiction just kept going and going and going and going. Got worse. And, of course... Um, you know, right when I, right before I got out of high school, I actually, Jan, believe it or not, I used to have hair all the way down to my ass. Love it. Believe that or not. I believe you. I think, uh, and, uh, we got into a real bad car wreck. I got a scar that it almost laid, it almost literally scalped me. Wow. The hair, you know, started fading up front and I wasn't trying to go Dharma and Greg style and be the cool dad with the somewhat of a mullet, but so I just shaved. Is this in the front party in the back? Yeah, I'm just I'm just straight party all the way over. So, ah. learn to love it. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, we we you know we had ended up buying the house, had the kid, all this was going on, and and in that wreck, I ended up hurting my back. And so you know I I was getting you know I was getting some stuff from my doctor, and then I once he kept moving me up, moving me up, and then I found my true love, which was opiates. And once the the pipeline created from Kentucky to Florida, I was full bore. You know, I turned into that guy that was sending van loads of people down there every week, making a killing, working during the day, making sure those people were getting down there on the weekends, making sure they were down there on Thursday because you didn't want to go down on a Friday. And uh, just doing that, man. I had, like I said, I had the three bedroom house, two bath. Two cars, had the kid, you know, newborn baby. Then in 09, I, by that time I went from being a residential electrician to a industrial master electrician. I was working at IBM and everything. 
I was the main electrician for the server vaults. So those massive server rooms you see in the movies and stuff, they do exist. And I was the guy that was installing all the power for them. And in 09, I got a paycheck and a pink slip all on the same day. They fired, you know, the bottom fell out, the market fell out. Shay, I'm pretty sure you remember that day, you being in construction. I'm pretty sure you remember well, no, I haven't always been in construction, and I'm still not in construction. I just work for a construction company. <laughs> I actually, Joe, at the time, Joe, I, I was in construction, and I, wait, and I do remember oh, yeah. uh, what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah, all right, so you, you get what I'm saying on that. Yep. And it's just, it fell out, man. I was, I was looking at, so right then, I, I lose a career that I had spent the majority of my life doing. I was doing my father's work. Uh, felt like I, I, you know, honestly, I mean, I can admit this today, and thank God, you know, my sponsor is allowed, has taught me to be able to admit it, but I thought, I had felt like I had failed my father. Uh, that I wasn't good enough for them to keep, because they did keep some guys. But of course, you know, me being the addict that I am, I didn't look at it as they had seniority, or they'd been with the company longer, or they were better than me, right? I just thought it's because I was a piece of trash. So depression set in. Uh, my addiction went full bore. Uh, I went nuts. I went from just doing a, maybe one or two a day to I was doing 15 to 20 a day right off the rip. I just got started with it. I mean, I, no matter where I went, where I was going, there was a fifth of wild turkey in my hands between the seats somewhere, and there was probably another fifth in the back. I was, I was pounding wild turkey like it was water um, and just went back into what I knew. Back, I, I went right back where I was. Oh, oh, are we back? Yeah, we're back. Right back when I was, you know, I went right back to where I was at when I was 15. I was just running back and forth to Florida, left and right as much as I could. And this went on forever. I mean, literally forever. But I, of course, I slowly, you know, they put that clamp down on the pipeline. And, you know, that's when I started losing everything. And I'm going through this kind of quick in case we have any more technical difficulties. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're good. Um, so, I, you know, I went to what I guess what we call is your your garden variety addict. You know, I had just, I had burned all my bridges when it comes to the guys because I ended up turning into that dude that would, I'd knock you out and take what you had. I'd kick in a door and take what you had. Uh, lost the house, lost the cars, started moving back and forth between her parents, my mom. You know, my dad wouldn't let me come. I, I didn't even ever ask my dad if we could come stay with him. I, I, I couldn't do it. It had been a better situation than moving in with my mother, but I could not bring myself to let my father know that I had fell so low. And and I and I know he knew. All of his, he's, yeah, I've got two brothers and one sister on my dad's side, and they're all the same. I mean, it's we were all doing the exact same thing. Uh, and just it just progressively got worse, guys. I mean, we know this story. Anybody hits this story, it just gets worse, it gets worse, it gets worse. We've all heard this story before. But the day came, uh, the, and I had been caught and released many a times. They tried to get me hemmed up on trafficking, this, that, and the other. None of it ever stuck. Or I'd get the lawyer to represent me that, you know, that was one of my clients. <laughs> yeah. So he always, he always got me out of trouble. And we... Uh, this upside down stuff's killing me, but I'm rolling with it. They, uh, the day came, and we're going to get to the recovery. So we, we've heard the drunk a lot. We're going to get to the recovery now. 
the day came, the cops came, picked me up, and I caught six felonies in one day. They hit me with all six of them at once. They'd been saving them up, saving them up, and saving them up. And they hit me with all six of them at once. I went down. Uh, my, my wife told me she was done with me. Uh, with, with me leaving, I ended up putting my son in therapy. Because where our daddy was gone, you know, he just disappeared. Uh, was looking at 20 years. They weren't. They was not coming off 20 years. As many times as I went, it was 20 flat. It wasn't 20 at 35. It wasn't 20 at 85. It was 20 flat. You know, when you go up in front of that, that circuit judge, and he's, you know, and the prosecutor sits there and says, well, Mr. Turner's a menace to society. He should never see the light of day again. You know, that's a day you don't forget. You know, you don't forget those big moments in your life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was hard. I couldn't stop fighting in jail, so they ended up putting me in max. So I was, I was locked down 23 hours a day. Uh, wasn't allowed out of the cell. Wasn't allowed to go to church. Wasn't allowed to go do nothing. And out of somewhere, I never, this whole time I've been locked up, me and my wife ended up rekindling our whatever it was relationship at the moment. You know, I'd done me. I'd sit there and wrote her a bunch of real nice letters and this, that, and the other, and she started coming to see me in jail, but my son could never come. And this whole time, you know, I'm just trying to plot my next move, you know. I guess, you know, I done told her to leave me, to go away, that I can't help you no more. Go find some hard guys. I'm getting eaten up by mosquitoes. I got to go in. Yeah. I'm going to try this. <laughs> Hold on. Plus, I need more coffee. Hold on. <laughs> We're not giving Jam any more coffee. I think he's coming. Jam, he's he's coming it. down. Run for it, bro. Run for it, bro. Go get the coffee. <laughs> do it. I'll do it. Everybody close your eyes and count to five. Do it. <laughs> Jam's not going to move, I swear. I swear. See, look. It's <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ. Some motor oil. That's yeah, it is motor oil, but it's the best damn motor oil you'll ever possibly drink. Hey, hey, there. Here it is in action. If I can like figure out how to angle the camera, right? Oh, the money <laughs> shot. The money the shot. Money shot. <laughs> oh, okay, hold on. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh my God. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. Uh -oh. There you are. Oh, I thought it was going to go right side up there for a minute, and it didn't do it. No. All right, hold on. <coughs> but long story short, guys, and we'll get into some good long. We'll get into some good stuff, which did, is the recovery. Did you get? Uh, did you have? Did you get sober in jail, or? I did. I did. That's where. That was my detox, and that was, I guess you would say, my first uh, treatment center was jail. Okay. And uh, out of nowhere, they decided to, they asked me one day if I wanted to go out to a cell, if I wanted to go out to church. And granted, I wasn't allowed around nobody. Right. And they asked me to go out, and, and I thought it was going to be church. And lo and behold, it was an AA meeting. That right there. Now, here was this. We need to 65 year old black dude and or he was 60 somehow. at the time but it's man we didn't connect it 
We, we connected real hard, and he gave me my first AA book. And I, something happened, man. Something happened that day, and it wasn't a week after that they came and offered me drug court. And I was like, drug court? What does that mean? And they told me about it, and of course the guards told me it was a, it was set up for a failure. You weren't, you, there's no way you could possibly, you know, possibly get around it. You could possibly do it. And, you know, they were telling me, and my whole thing is, hey, I get to get out. I get to get out. So I'll do this. You know, I know people. I can make a phone call. I can disappear. Wouldn't be the first time I've had to do it. Yeah. And uh, so, but when, we, when I went back up in front of the prosecutor, I mean, literally the prosecutor was jumping mad. When they brought it up in front of him and said, well, we're going to give Mr. Turner drug court, you know, so on and so forth, the prosecutor started jumping up and down. It was like, no, 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 this is not happening. He's taking his 20 years. I'm not coming off of it. But the judge gave me a break. He said, well, Mr. Turner, this is what we're going to do. We're going to give you 90 more days in max. We're going to give you 90 days treatment. Then you're going to come back and do drug court. Then you're going to do five years paper. If you mess any of that up, you're going to go and you're going to start your 20-year bit from day one. Ugh. All this time you've spent, all this time in drug court, all the time on the street, none of it's going to count. You will go back to jail, you will go to prison, and you will pull your 20 years. Wow. To me, I, I was still in pretty much, I, was, I didn't have no mind or mood-altering substances in me, but I was still the lunatic. Right. Still the madman. Because nothing so changed. I'm sitting there like, hey. Yeah. No, nothing had changed. Nothing. So I went back there, and I, I had worked up this convoluted plan when I went back to my cells. Like, well, if they gave me drug court, and they're going to do this, they're going to let me out. See, look, the mosquitoes ate me up out there. Uh, I said, I'm going to ask for a furlough. I'm going to see how, just how far I can take this. <laughs> so, all right, so I came up with this whole plan. I was just like, hey, look, my wife has got to move. There's, she doesn't have anybody else. Can you let me out for 24 hours? I'm the only guy she's got to help her move into her new apartment. I have forsaken my family in such a manner that they have to leave their home. And, and I'm the only piece of trash that can help them get moved, right? And the judge granted me the furlough. Granted it to me. And, you know, I mean, hey, I'm going go to go get to see my son. I'm going to get to go see my wife, which was... It's like, yeah, buddy. Yeah. I've been, been locked up for a while. Yeah, we know what you mean. <laughs> Don't have to go into Pick, that Picking one. up what you're laying down. Got yeah. it. Yep. <laughs> yep. But anyway, so I went home. I got to see my son. He's talking about sex. Um, what? Yeah. I don't know anything about that. Okay, go on. Sorry, Joe. Go ahead. Bro. We gotta talk after this. No, there's no talking to me, bro. No. I think he's talking to me. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so you're on the furlough. We'll talk <laughs> I see y'all getting sidetracked. Quit doing it, Jam. <laughs> I can't help myself. Oh, it's the coffee. Get back on track. Another sip of coffee. Uh, okay, here we go. All right. Now I remember. So I'm glad on the furlough. I spent time with the family. Now, I knew my boy was right down the way. I knew he was right down the way. I was, I, 
Now, you know, it, I mean, it, all of y'all know your project apartments. You can hear the walls are paper thin. You can hear 80, 80 doors in any direction. And so I should have heard what was going on outside. I should have heard people setting up. I should have heard all kinds of things going down. I walk out my door to go see my boy, and there's a full-blown revival going on out back. <laughs> Straight up, full-blown, you know, PA. Oh, where we go? PA. PA. I mean, yeah, it was it was full blown out back, uh, prayer, prayer and worship, kids, families. It hit me. I walked right back in my apartment. I got my family. We spent the rest of my furlough down there at that revival. I went back to jail. Now that was one of the hardest things I ever did in my life. Straight up. Hey son, will you turn that light off behind me? It looks like I've got the tunnel of light behind my head here. It just makes yeah. your forehead look shinier. <laughs> I don't need help with that. I don't need help with that. And, uh, but literally, that was one of the hardest things I ever did was walk back in that jail and not come in packing. You know how many people were planning on me bringing Coming stuff back, in? I yeah. had stuff delivered uh, and all that, and I didn't do it, man. Um, I actually enjoyed clean, sober fun with my family. I had a good moment. Uh, if, when you hear people talk about that, that psychic change or that spiritual moment, that was the first one that I can ever remember experiencing. I grew up Roman Catholic, uh, altar boy, Eagle Scout, all that. And that was the first one I can actually, a full-blown one, actually experiencing. And went back to jail. I did my 90 days. Uh, I still acted up. I still stayed in my big book, though. Every time, every time this gentleman would come from a 12-step fellowship, he would pull me out of my cell, even if even I wasn't supposed to come out. He would make sure he pulled me out of that cell, me and him talked every single time. And that man's still my sponsor to this day. Wow. You know, I went out, I got out, I went to, I went to treatment, uh, came home, I walked drug court. Uh, no sanctions, no dirties, nothing. Just uh, family, work, God blessed me with a great job when I came home. I, I went to an industrial greenhouse just to be a dude that set plots, you know, pots on the concrete floor for them to grow. And they heard about my electrical experience, brought me straight into electrical maintenance, and I climbed the ladder. Um, they... And I just man, I just stayed in the program. I'm I'm still to this day. I'm three meetings a week. Awesome. You know, I don't care even if I'm I, even if I'm traveling. If no matter where I'm at, I make sure I know where my meetings are. I make sure I know where people in recovery are. And I don't care what fellowship it is. It could be N A H A S A D A A C A S A. I don't care. Just some kind of group recovery. It has to be some kind of group recovery. Um. Now, when I was getting out of drug court, I got scared. It's the first time I can remember ever really getting scared. When I've been around guns, drugs, knives, people getting hurt real bad, I've hurt people real bad. But I've been on paper before. Then paper blows away with the wind. Yeah. Paper's never scared me. So I literally went to a spot and stayed in prayer and meditation for three days. Something my sponsor was real big on is that you're going to pray don't say the same prayer twice. You say that prayer, 
and you let it get through all the chaos and turmoil, which is our lives, and you wait for that answer. And I was so scared I was not going to move from that spot until I got that answer. And the answer was, and, and my God's real humorous with me, it was help my people. So I'm like, okay, what do I do with that? Do I need to go to Haiti? Am I supposed to go somewhere and build a hut, dig a well? What am I supposed to do with that? Help my people. Do I, do I go to a soup kitchen? You know, what, what am I doing with this? And I took it to my sponsor, like we're taught to do. And he says, well, if this is the answer that you were truly given, what, then God, if, if you've done step three, if you've done step three and you truly believe it, then he's going to start opening doors for you. Yeah. And, and lo and behold, it, that's when Recovery Warriors started. And it was supposed to be just this little town, this little thing from my small town to bring awareness, to educate, motivate, and that was it. That's all it was ever supposed to be in the beginning. A small group of people, we were all in recovery, all from drug court. And it was just, we don't want people to go down the road. We went, and we know we didn't have any power in the situation, but we were going to do everything we could just to educate and motivate. And if you need help, we're going to get you somewhere where you can get some help. So this is Recovery Warriors. Yes, okay. Recovery Warriors. All right, talk, let's talk about Recovery Warriors. What exact? I mean, you're kind of talking about it, but let's give our listeners on 21.6 The Net and on Facebook that doesn't that don't uh-oh. know what Recor- Recovery Warriors is. Well, what? Uh, and that's where I was getting at. If you just gave me a minute, bud. Tell them to okay. stop interrupting. Is the turtle dreaming? <laughs> I was just doing the leg thing. All right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what, um, what, what Recovery Warriors is, is we, we weren't just a group. We turned into a nonprofit. Um, and what we do now, what, what it's turned into, what it was in the beginning, like I was saying, is we were just helping people in our hometown. Then the, the county next door heard about it. They said, could you come here and help us? We went there. Then the next one and the next one and the next one. And in the last three years, it's turned into a, a nationwide group. There's people that contact me every week, and we set up a Recovery Warriors chapter in our hometown. And I'm like, yeah, but it's your thing. You don't have to report to me. Okay. Or nothing like that. I, I'm just some dude. I'm just some guy. That's all I am. I'm not. I'm not this. I'm not no guru. I'm not none of that. But and but we we educate. We motivate. We lift them up. That's merely what it is. Is it's just merely lifting them up. And so they can help their town the same way we did ours. Um, the group, uh, the group on Facebook anyway, is close to six thousand members, and the majority of those, I want to say about 40, 4,200 of them are active people in their communities that have all linked up together. And now our sole purpose is is education and motivation. But no matter where you are, what you have going on. If you've got everything or nothing, if you contact the Recovery Warriors, we're going to do everything we can to link you up with the proper resources. Now, that might not necessarily always mean detox and treatment. That might not always be the, what you have to go on. That might not be your path. If you need IOP, if you need sober living, if you need to seek a therapist, a counselor. You know, myself, I spent years of my life going all across the country finding the reputable treatment centers. Not the ones for the almighty dollar, not just the private centers, but our free centers, our Medicaid centers, the ones that are actually there that have got good recovery. Uh, it's not just a rack them and stack them. The jail, the, the prison system's got that on lock. We don't need our treatment centers. 
yeah. doing the exact same thing our jails are doing. It's honest to God, good recovery. And uh, that's what recovery warriors are now. And, and with any nonprofit, funding is an issue. So we've linked up with other nonprofits. Um, in the beginning, there was a, a wonderful woman. Her name is Tanya Meeks of Stop Heroin Lexington. If y'all don't know, if you haven't heard about her or Stop Heroin Lexington, I want you, when this is over, to go to their Facebook page. And they were all about Narcan, harm reduction. Getting Narcan in as many people's hands as possible. If somebody's dead, we don't have a chance to save them a lot. So me and her, she became one of my mentors. Uh, of course, I had my sponsor. I had her, numerous other people through the years that have mentored me. Um, and me and her, you know, Stop Everyone Likes to Recover Warriors has ended up joining together. We've become a team. Uh, and we've, we've, we've formed another body, which is it's called Bluegrass Recovery Support Services. And it's, it's all about offering free services. That's it. You know, it's, it's 100% it's free services that we can provide. We get grants and we don't have to charge for stuff. You know, it's, it's all about people don't have nothing. So you've got these entities that are trying to charge the court systems, all these other government bodies, all this money. And they complain about not having any money because of all these fees and for drug tests and this, that, and the other. Well, we're trying to remedy that. Now, in the process of staying true to the Recovery Warriors mission, we ended up coming up with recovery coffee. Now, and I, I, where'd you go, Shay? I'm going to get He's, he's got to go potty. He couldn't hold it he's anymore. He's got to release some of that recovery coffee that from coffee the system. Is, the coffee's running through it. <laughs> he could have at, uh, at least been like, hold on, Joe. Can we time it a second? <laughs> Can we do like a promo? I need to time something. You know, he just got up and walked away. What he does, you know, he could have been a little bit more, you know, uh, professional about it. Well, I, I want, I want to hear about it though. What was the, what was the genesis of the whole uh, concept of recovery coffee? What is the point? Um, what is, uh, what is the mission? What is the, what is the goal with recovery coffee? Well, it's something I've noticed, and I, and I spend a lot of the time getting educated. You know, because we got tons of people out there. What's wrong with it now? You're good. You're good. I'm so wishing, I so wish one of these times when it does that, it would flip me up right, but it's okay. Um, I'm back. You know, I, I know when I, I, I spit, I spit, hey, buddy. Hey. <laughs> the coffee. It's, 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 yeah, it's okay. We understand you've got a weak prostate. It's okay. No, I have a very small, whatever it's called. Prostate. Let's move on. <laughs> while you're while you're talking about the coffee, Doreen wants to know where it's made. So what? So as you're going through it, um, talk about where it's oh, made. Yeah. Also, mm -hmm. it's all right. I, I I got educated. Oh my God! Here's that echo again. It's not us. That's on your side. Oh my. Anyway, they, uh, I noticed that when people get in recovery, there's three addictions that you see arise more than any other. Coffee, the gym, and sex. Check, right, check, yeah, and mean, those, check. Those, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
get him. That guy right I, over there. I, I can honestly say that I did not try to go to the gym. Oh, yeah, I did try to go to the gym when I got sober, and it didn't work. No. <laughs> it lasted about a week. I love my gym. He didn't like all of the uh, squats we had to do. And did a lot of lunging. Lunging. No, don't lift heavy, bro. Don't lift heavy. Nah. I'm good. Pussy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, anyway, I had seen all these people doing all these different coffee brands out there and promoting them and saying, hey, go drink this coffee, blah, 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 blah. And they're all great coffees. I'm not knocking them one bit. They're, they're great coffees. They're great companies. But I saw zero give back. Zero give back. So we've got a company here in Bourbon County. It's called Happy People Coffee. Now, he was already doing a Happy Kids Cocoa. And that was his effort to help feed hungry kids in the school system. That's awesome. He was given 50% of... Yeah, a 50, I think it was 30 to 50% of every bit of the cocoa that was sold went to the school system directly to help feed the kids. Well, I, you know, me loving my coffee, I was in there just about every day, and me and him would get to talking. And, and come to find out he had lost, he heard my story, I had heard his story. You know, he grew up, uh, he grew up out in California. He was actually a 30-year restaurant um what was he, he goes around and brands restaurants. Okay. He'd worked for Disney. He had produced music out of a garage in California on the beach for part of his life. I mean, for 30 years, when Disney wants to do something, they call this guy. If they want to open up a new restaurant, they call this dude. Come in and brand it. Make it viable for us. And he says, well, man, I and come to find out he had lost uh, about... 15 to 20 of his close friends due to opioid addiction. And he said, and he, he heard about Recovery Warriors, and he said, well, how can I help? And I said, well, man, the main thing we like to do is when someone, transportation seems to be the problem. That's when somebody, we, we can find them a bed that we can't get them there. Rather, they need a bus ticket, somebody needs gas in their car, they might need a plane ride, whatever. I don't want that to be the hurdle. It's, it's hard enough for someone to put their hand up and say, hey, I need help. You're right on. And then, then you find them a bed. So there the second hurdle's crossed, and now we got to figure out how to get them there. So what me and him decided to do is we spent two months actually formulating a blend of coffee. And that's when we came up with recovery coffee. Now, in my, in my, in my scheme, I was like, well, this guy's going to give me 10% of every bag sold. That was my goal. He said, you know what? I'm going to do you one even better. I'm going to give you 30% of every dollar made on recovery coffee. And that's it. He doesn't make a dime. I don't make a dime. 30% goes to recovery warriors. That's how we fund getting people transported. If they're hungry, that's where the money comes from to feed them. If they need clothing, if they're going in, say they're coming out of treatment, and they're going into sober living, and they need a couple, they need toiletries, they need toothbrushes, uh, they need more changes of clothes, that's where that money comes from. If they're coming out of treatment and they want to go into sober living and they don't have the money to pay the intake fee, if I can't get it waived, that's where the money comes from. And that, that that's that's how Recovery Coffee came to be. Joe, is this uh by addiction? Is this something that you do for people uh, 
nationwide or is it just in your area? Everywhere, nationwide. So if someone reaches out to you, they could they could be in uh, Oregon, they could be in Maine, they could be in Texas. They reach out to you. They need help. If you can help provide them with any of these services you just named, you do so, and a portion of the money that comes uh, that is used to be able to provide these services to people comes from your portion of the uh, profits that are made from the sale of recovery coffee. Is that correct? Yes. That's awesome. 100%. I mean, if, if people reach out to me, I, guys, when I got started this, I never would have dreamed that people would be calling me from all around the world. I don't know how they get my number, but they do. And I mean, I've gotten calls from Europe, Africa, Alaska, Greenland, Iceland. I mean, it's I've, Australia. I don't know how these people, and then, but we've got such a great network, network of people that if, if I can't find a resource, I know I can reach out to some people that know, and then we put everybody in contact. So you you actually you actually do help people outside of the country? Is that is that what you're saying? Yes. Because I get people yes. reach out to me a lot. My, you know, uh, you know, blessed to have the, the the followers or fan base that I have that is international, and people reach out to me oftentimes uh, from England, from Canada, places like that. And I've never been able to provide resources to to folks like that. So I'm glad to hear you say that, and uh, I'll definitely I'll definitely be in touch in the future. That's that's a beautiful thing, man. Yeah. Oh no, please, brother. That's. God's granted me the ability to be able to do this full time from usually about 6 a.m. in the morning till about midnight or 1 o'clock at night or until I fall asleep on the couch. That's, that's all my life's dedicated to is helping people find treatment or it's when people are in treatment. I mean, I've had four or five today that, that are in treatment, but they want to go to sober living because we're all about the continuum of care. It's just not detox and treatment and good luck. It's detox right. and treatment. What do you need? Aftercare is the most At, important yep. part. Aftercare exactly. is definitely the most important part. And so Christopher says, so everyone needs to needs a bag of recovery coffee. Go out and get you some. How do we get recovery yeah, yeah. coffee? How do we get recovery I coffee, Joe? I have no Jeff? idea. How do you get it? Yes. All right, I'm going to put, guys, I'm afraid to try to put the link up again because the last time I tried to put the link up, it, 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 that's what made, hey, maybe if I do it again. Maybe it'll flip you right. back over. Maybe it'll flip you up. It's uh, www. Oops. Here, I can give it to you. It's right here. It's www. Happy people, right? Yes. Happy people. Happy people. Right. It's in the comments. Happy people. You just lot. put it in the comments, Joe? What is yeah, it? You just put it in the comments. Oh, I don't have it up yet. It hasn't come through, so give it to me. It's 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 happypeoplecoffee.store dot store slash this way forward slash recovery coffee. Oops. I hate not having my keyboard. Or you can order coffee at happypeoplecoffee.com. That's super easy. Go yeah. to what is that again? Happy people coffee.com happypeoplecoffee.com go there find recovery coffee buy as much as you can all of the money that is made from the sale of recovery coffee goes to helping those who are still suffering or just starting their 
journey of recovery. And and I think what's what's awesome is is that Joe said it. You know, it's it's the aftercare that this is all helping mm -hmm. for. You know, guys are get guys or girls are getting out of treatment and don't have toiletries, don't have uh, you know maybe a couple days worth of clothing to get them on their feet in the new sober living house. That's what this is all paying for. It's paying for all those you know the small things that we have a tendency to forget about. Well, it's. Guys, at the end of the day, our brothers and sisters out there need as much help as they can without us enabling them. Yeah. But it's 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 giving them a little bit of hope. It's lifting them up a little bit. You know, and we also, I mean, we're we're using some of the funds from this and some of the funds that are generated from Bluegrass for Recovery Supports that were me and Tanya Minks have put together to where we're. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> You're there. Oh, there we go. But we're using we're using a lot of the funding to do job training skills in local jails, because that way when these guys come out and they don't have a, a decent skill, they've got something they can fall back on. They've got something to look forward to. It's all about showing them how to make better choices. The the, the drugs now calls out of their system, so now it's all about making that first choice. Now I get it, they've got a choice, but once they put that first one in them, all choice disappears. Yeah. So we want to set them up for the best level of success. Right. You know, Recovery Warriors and, and Stop Heroin Lakes and Bluegrass Recovery Support Services, it's just not, like I was saying, just not detox and treatment. It's just not sober living. It's the full continuum of care. We do case management. We help do drug screens. We'll help find you a job. We'll help find you housing. If you're involved in a child protective case, I actively work with Child Protective Services all over Central Kentucky. You know, they send the people to me. I don't know how that happened. I mean, I know God's, that's how God's moving in my life today. But they come, and man, we work together as a team. It ain't just me. I've got a great team behind me. Tanya Meeks, Kim Snap, Kathy Garrison. We all work together to link them up with the right resources, to push them in the right direction, to see through all the crap to get through all the freaking red tape, to, to, to circumvent the system. And a lot of them are already too beaten down, too broken, and we're just starting to do the mending process. We don't need the system to beat them down anymore. So that's when you call out Big Joe. That's when you bring me out for money. I'll do what I gotta do to get through all the red tape, to beat down the mountains, to make the path a little bit easier. But I'm not gonna do the work for you. Right. I'm not gonna fill out your application. I'm not going to make you take that payment to the sober living. I, you know what I'm saying? There, you have to put in the level of work, but I'm going to make it as easy as for you as I possibly can. That's what I'm dedicated to doing today. It's, I mean, my, my wife told me one time, she's like, I get it. You were a beast in your addiction, so you've got to be a beast in your recovery. And that, that's, that's my sole mission in life, man. I'm tired of seeing my brothers and sisters suffer. I'm tired of seeing my brothers and sisters locked up in jails and forgot about I'm tired of seeing them being warehoused. We're losing in four generations. And the word, when I hear the word epidemic, it, it's like razors going through me. This is so far beyond an epidemic. This is a pandemic. If, I, mean, I mean, look how the Spanish flu spread. It's the same concept. Yeah, it's and just it's, wiping people it's out. Recovery warriors, it's, it's, it's all an effort, man. Recovery coffee, it's not about the coffee. I just know people in recovery love to drink coffee. 
Go to go to a twelve step meeting. What's the first thing that gets put up when you as soon as you unlock the door? It's <laughs> coffee. Not the it's not the books. It's the coffee's getting made. Yep. I made so it for if years. Drinking coffee anyway. I'm gonna get you a real good cup of coffee for a real cheap price. You know, it's look. It's a premium. It's one of the top premium grades of coffee you can ask for for a rock bottom price to help a great cause. Yep. If you're going to drink coffee anyway, why don't you order some recovery coffee and help some people get into recovery? There you go. You know, give me an excuse for that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, when we met in Ohio, I, I bought two bags off of you. Uh, got got <laughs> the story. Got back up to, uh, so I had it in my luggage and uh, go through the airport, got stopped. Uh, had to empty out my bag, mm-hmm. and uh, I had two bags of coffee in there, and they had to scan the coffee to make sure that there wasn't any, you know, crazy stuff in it. So get back to New York, and uh, oh, by the way, people were asking, is it whole bean? Yes, it is whole bean, so you'll need to grind it up. Um, so I get up back up to upstate New York with the family, and I crack one of the bags open, realize it's whole grain. Uh, or whole bean, uh, figured out how to grind it up, and made some coffee. Now, here's something that you don't want to do. Have an open bag of coffee in your luggage when you're trying to fly from New York to Chicago. Because <laughs> I got stopped again. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do don't it. Do it. Learn from my mistake. But, uh, you know, I had nothing to hide. I had nothing to be ashamed of. I thought it was actually kind of comical because the T- TSA guys were kind of like looking at the bag and it says recovery coffee. And I kind of went into the spiel about what it is truly about. And uh, so, yeah. <laughs> but it's, I mean, you, can, we, you can't make it up. No. There's no way you can make that I, up. Well, it was crazy because I never changed anything in my luggage, right? Going from Chicago to New York and then New York to to Philly to to uh, uh, Indiana on my way down before I got the coffee. So when they stopped me the first time coming back through, I was like, "What? What? Why? Why is my bag getting pulled?" You know. And then they called me over, and I kind of got nervous. I was like. I don't think I have anything in there that would be illegal or anything. And uh, they opened up the bag and they pointed right at the two white bags and said, Sir, what is this? And I said, Oh, it's coffee. <laughs> what happened was is that they showed up as a void. Yeah, they show up as a void in the x-ray. In the x-ray. Which I thought was comical because I was able to see the x-ray. So, yeah, and then I went into, you know, it's it's coffee. <laughs> So, Joe, is, <coughs> is, is that a mug that you made? No, this was my Father's Day present. Oh, okay. See, that's, that's my wife and son. They had my coffee, this coffee mug made for me. Oh, that's cool. So, let me ask, do you have anything up and coming uh, uh, on the horizon? I do. I really do. But I can't let it out from underneath my hat just yet. Oh. I can't do it. Secret, do secret it. squirrel shit, huh? It is. It's. Uh, I have been asked by my, my... Which Tanya Binks is also my best friend. She's not just 
a partner. She's my best friend. I have been sworn to secrecy. Um, and I, I keep my word today, believe that or not. But guys, I want you to stay tuned. I want you to watch Bluegrass Recovery Service to stop Hermolex and the Recovery Warriors. Um, we're we're going to take a little bit of a different view on things. On, and we're going to do something pretty cool. Okay. It's real, real cool. And I, just y'all stay tuned. We're not ready to release it publicly yet. Um, it's not that I'm... I'm trying to be secretive or nothing but when it comes out guys when uh you know it's not an app or none of that it ain't none of that madness is it gonna is it is it near future or is it a little ways out should i be waiting it's near future should i be waiting by like facebook for the next can i ask a question yes have y'all learned how to levitate (laughs) (laughs) that's not the secret Oh. <laughs> if you drink enough of the coffee, you do levitate. It definitely gives you wings. <laughs> have y'all, have y'all, have y'all, hey Joe, uh, is the secret, that, have you guys figured out time travel? <laughs> if you drink enough of the coffee, you move fast enough that it might be time travel. That, that's very true. You will vibrate into another dimension. <laughs> All right. I knew I was going to get the secret out of you. I have a way of doing that. So actually, Joe, I would like to um, offer you, if you would like to do this, uh, a promo spot on Slang and Hope Radio. If you want to make a promo for your coffee or any other cause that you're involved in, you, uh, I'll reach out to you, but uh, I'll give you all the specifics. But you are more than welcome to. We would love to continue to support the coffee and the things that you are involved in. And we would love to play the promo over over air for 21.6 The Net. It would obviously also be played during any time uh, during our Facebook Live. And now that we're on podcast, when anybody listens to us on the replay of the show, they would also hear that promo so I'll, I'll reach out to you if it's something that you'd like to do but we want to continue to support you and your mission I thank you very much that, that really means a lot to me guys yeah we'll definitely do that I mean and, and when I met you guys for the first time we had talked a couple times um, on Facebook but uh, it's like-minded people like hearts same the same kind of souls yeah we all seem to link up, and I mean, me and you stood outside, and we talked for till hours. Five a.m. Five a.m. and we had to be up hours, at fucking man. eight o'clock. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, all those notifications he gets. There you are. Well, hey. Yeah. Hey. So, uh, man, yeah. I, Out in Ohio, I man. Say anybody that's it's anybody that's commenting in the comments. If I'm not catching you, they're all upside down on my end, so I really can't read them. <laughs> and so I'm sorry. I see some, I'm trying, like somebody said, get it, Joe. <laughs> Cheryl Davis, that's my girl. At Cheryl Davis, Mount Sterling, a town right next door. I've seen that girl get in recovery, man. She's on fire. She started her peer support training today. She's she's a beast, man. She's a, she's a great, she's a warrior, straight up. I thought I thought recovery coffee let you read upside down. Yeah. I haven't had enough. (laughs) (laughs) 
but it's, I mean, it's, and, and guys, anybody that's watching, uh oh, I'm, I gotta go get more coffee, and I'm trying to figure out how to walk. <laughs> Jesus. It can be upside down. Ah, there we go. I think I, I, got, I found and, the spot. And you're an hour ahead of us, so it's it's already going to be almost 9 o'clock there. Yeah. Yeah, but he says he don't go to bed oh, until... Like, yeah, it's, it's, I, there's no telling how many phone calls, text messages, messengers that I've gotten. And that's the reason why I'm glad to get... I, I, and I cannot give my team enough credit. It, seriously. I'm not sitting there trying to say that this is all me, this is all Big Joe, it's, it's not. It's when I, that's the reason why Recovery Warriors is plural. It's not about me. It's not, I'm not the Recovery Warrior, man. We're a team, and I've got a rock star team. I mean, my wife plays a huge part in everything I do. She's the treasurer, the secretary. She's the one that keeps me on track with all my meetings. Yeah, especially when she blocks uh, Slang and Hope radio posts to the to the Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell her thank you. No, no, I get it. I get it. <laughs> well, I mean, as y'all know, out there in Facebook world, there's so many toxic people. Oh yeah, yeah. that are, are are trying to sling hate. And vitriol, and 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 so she diligently watches the page. And uh oh, what What'd you oh, do? Is my phone dying. Uh oh. Wait a minute. Hold on. It went super dark on my end. We're that, having all kinds of problems. No, no. This is the first time that it's really not a sling and hope problem. It's gonna be here in a minute. Well, there it is. We have power. Susan says, "Jam, smile." What's going on? But, um, <laughs> you went from a high but, to a real low here. Do we need to get you something? No, no jam. jam. He's like falling asleep. I know. I'm just baby, listening. Baby. Nipples. <laughs> All right, I'm back. Uh oh. Oh. He's not. Woo! He's now squatted, but. Not <laughs> Is that what happens? You squat and like you just get exhilarated? Hey, Give me some of that recovery coffee! What are you looking for? I need a Woo! Yeah. Yours are yeah. in here. No. Who's your favorite band? My all time favorite band is Led Zeppelin. Okay. Led Zeppelin, I love them. I want you to go pop in some Pantera. <laughs> when I go to the gym, I listen to pretty much straight up Pantera. Hey, uh, hey, look, bro. Me and you've got to get together and rock it. Then. Yeah, dude. I'm a, I, I'm a bass player from way back. Okay. We rock out some cemetery yeah, man. gates. For sure. Every day. Yeah, Come man. On. I, uh, my, my, my gym playlist starts with walk. Boom, no, 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 Phil Anselmo, man. You know what? He just got nine months clean, Phil Anselmo. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, uh, you're actually going to, without knowing it, I will let out this much. If everything goes the way that I hope it does, 
I've got, I've got a spot. I, I need you. Uh-oh. Oh, really? You, you need me? Uh-oh. I need you. Okay, let's talk. That was kind of a sensual It, it was kind of, it was kind of nice the way you said that, too. I need you. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Terry Lynn says, touch the screen. What does this mean? Touch the screen. Me touch the screen? I don't know. It just says touch the Jam screen. bottomed out. I bottomed out. I did. I'm back though. I'm back. We started talking about Pantera and music, and I got excited. I was letting. I was just sitting back because I was honestly. I was completely. Well, uh, you like slurred a word there. Engaged in what <laughs> what Joe was saying. I think it's an amazing story. I love. Uh, so I'm not a uh, a uh, religious guy as much as a spiritual guy. And, but I believe that, you know, spirituality and God comes in so many different forms for so many different people. And I just love hearing stories like yours, those, those, those God moments. Like, once you were, you know, you told, you told your story of your past, which is fucked up. Of course it is. But, you know, we hear those all the time. And I don't get as excited about hearing that. But to hear about what happened to you when you were in prison and then to get the furlough and you're about to go... A, Hey Joe. Yeah. Turn down your TV. Or something. Yeah. Y'all turn down the TV a little bit. It's, it's not that loud. It's, it's been it's, on the whole time. I know, but something just happened where it just blasted us with uh, your whatever's on the show, whatever's on oh, the video. Turn down your volume on there. Anyway, to, to hear about the furlough and for you to have made the plans you did while you were on furlough. But, but to walk out and there be the, the revival and for you to have that moment and ju just to hear the different ways in which people uh, find that, have that vital spiritual experience, the different way in, ways in which people uh, find their own surrender and then to hear the way people change their lives around and, and do the, the things that, that you're doing with your life that, that kind of started in, in that moment. There's no, there's no good... Uh, logical way of being able to explain the change that happened in you in that moment. And those are the things that get me so excited. And look, I mean, I'm covered in goosebumps right now, right? This Your is, you hair know, is standing up. These are the things that, that, that really get me uh, excited and fill my soul. And 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 so I that's why I, that's why I stopped being so silly and, and and shut up and started listening to what it was that you had to say once you started talking about that. That's the stuff that that really inspires me and is the stuff that makes me never ever ever willing to give up on anybody, no matter the situation they're in, no matter what they've been through. We never know when that moment is going to happen with the person. I mean, the stories you told about the shit that you went through, the things that you did. And that vital spiritual experience happened. Something changed within you, and you changed your life around. And the things you're doing now are beautiful. And so, those are the moments that that really strike me and, and fill me and feed my soul. And, and you know, it, and honestly, that's why I shut up because I was just was really uh, digging your story, man. Well, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm trying to find a, my battery back here, Sandy. Help me. <laughs> Help me! Help me! Help me! Oh, there, found it. Got him! Got him! Hold on, guys. Just shut up, shit. <laughs> it's okay. 
My son's trying to get his last moments of YouTube in here, so I've got to go mobile. Hey, while, while he's got his last moments of YouTube, I'll make sure he goes to the Jam Alker channel. That's J-A-M-A-L-K-E-R. Jam Alker, make sure he subscribes. Hey, this is a shameless plug moment for Damn. Jam. Yeah. Buddy, I don't blame you. There's <laughs> gotta be. Come on now. That's not quite a style, but, but hey, I dig it. I Thanks. like your motivation. I like your spirit. I Appreciate like your gumption. He's got heart. He's got heart. And, and I think what, uh, what Jam is also saying to us is, is... Don't tell me what I'm saying. Is, uh, <laughs> we, uh, we, I think we've all had our, our, you know, aha moment in recovery, you know? And we continue to get those. Mm -hmm. Because I can remember, I, I still remember all like my early aha moments in recovery that that brought me to a different place. I'm um, the other way. You know, I've been punched in the face numerous times by my higher power, just on simple simple yeah, little things. Huh? What a dick! For real. <laughs> he needs to be punched in the face more often by his higher power, by you, by me. Just, just Shay getting punched in the face should happen more often. Oh, if Gidget often. was still on, she'd tell you that you need a th uh, throw hey, punch uh, too. So, so <laughs> Joe was about to say something. Hold on, he was about to say something. It's all well, about you, Joe. That's, this, this is this is another reason why I had to walk outside because I can't talk about this around my son. Uh, gets him kind of tore up. Uh, my son's who saved my life. Straight up. That moment, you know, I, I when I grew up, guys, I swore I would never do to my son what was done to me. Straight up. Yeah. I grew up hard. I saw a lot of bad things and stuff that no child, no adult should ever have to see. And like I told y'all, I put my son in therapy. Well, that day that he was actually able to come see me for the first time, I was excited. You know, my wife sent me a letter. And they came, and, you know, this guy cried because he got to see his son and he'd grown up a little bit on me and I wasn't there to see that. But at the end of the visit, he said, Dad, can I give you a hug? I said, buddy, they're not gonna let you touch me. You know, that's the best thing you're gonna get to see me through the plate glass. Well, he commenced to beat on the glass and scream and cry. Because all he wanted to do was give this wretch like me a hug. And to see that uh, that that even a child, eh? you there? I think he keeps getting notifications. Joe, especially during like a really moving mm -hmm. moment. Joe. Hopefully, he comes back here. Hey, oh. look, there you are. Sorry. Right as oh, that moving right, moment right. that you're having with us, this really touchy-feely, like we're all engaged with you, and you go frozen. Yeah, yeah I don't know what happened. Notification. <laughs> Facebook. No, I, I, my phone just started freaking out. No. I don't know what happened. All right. Okay. But, uh, but we... We had that moment, right? He broke down, screaming, crying. And, you know, I kind of flipped out in the in the visitation room, begging the guards, just let me just go get my kid a hug. 
you know, do you see this kid? And of course, it's not the first time the guards had seen a screaming kid, you know, it's probably yeah. the millionth time. But when I went back to my cell, that was, that was, that was the beginning of the change. Now, and the reason I bring that up, Jam, is, is I'm a lot like you. I say God, but my conception of God, I guarantee you, is different than yours, and different than yours, Shays, and different than anybody else's is watching. It doesn't have to be, when you go into the rooms or whatever, it doesn't have to be what everybody else says is the higher power. Mm -hmm. Believe in something. And I found something that, that I saw believed in me. You know, for, for that to happen, for a child to still love me after all the evil I had done, for a judge to give me a chance, yeah. for a drug court to give me a chance, for my hometown to give me a chance to have faith in me, to allow me to walk down the streets. Because that, those are the true blessings for me. That's, that's, that's what this is all about. And, and, and it's not about, when, when I'm working with CPS and I have this family or whatever I've been working with and trying to get help, you see these kids, you see them. A year down the line, when you walk in Walmart or the grocery store and there they are 30, 40 pounds heavier, they got that kid in their arms or they're holding hands or you see them laughing and joking and you know all the stuff that they got in their buggy they're gonna go through that line and pay for that's the blessings that's the reward that's the reason that's what keeps me going you know all the hate all the pain when when the task force calls me out and or the er calls me and you see all this death and and dismay and misery and suffering. There's days, guys, and there's days that none of, nobody on here sees. There's days that, you know, nobody here, man, nobody watching this, nobody that follows me on Facebook, they don't see me when I'm down and out. They don't see me when I'm, 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 I'm hurting because of what I've seen or, or what other people are trying to put me through. And But none of that matters. Not a lick of it matters. It's all fleeting. It goes away with a flick of a finger. Uh, it, it goes away with a flame. It's those moments. It's knowing that you, that because somebody gave something to me freely, and then I'm trying to turn around and give it away freely, and it not just didn't impact that, that specific individual, but it impacted their loved ones, it impacted their children, and it impacted their direct community. Mm -hmm. Anybody that's out there that wants to call them a, a that wants to call themselves a recovery advocate, I'm going to put a mission on you at this very moment, right now. I want you to write this date down. I want you to go from being an advocate to an activist. I want you to become active. I want you to look up the definitions of advocate and activist. Then I want you to make the decision on which one you want to be. All right, I'm off my soapbox. Sorry. You're good. That's a good point. You got a good point there. Um, I think that's something that's super important to talk about. Advocate, advocacy, and activism. Act, act. Is it activism? What do you think? You think I would say it if that wasn't the actual word? God damn. Everything you've ever I... known about me, Shay, do I use wrong words? Uh, Why would you look at me like that and talk to me like I'm an idiot? We're not in Ohio. 
Yeah, it's activism, buddy. Is it activism? Right, I, I'm not smart. Fits, I, if there's two fits. I guess. <laughs> oh, well, see, here's the thing. When I'm in Ohio, I'm stupid. No, I'm just saying. No, I'm, I'm, only when you're in Akron. Yeah, only when I'm in Akron, Ohio, I'm stupid. There's just, a big long story behind it. I'm just saying that I'm good with words. Yeah, there's um, something in the water up there. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Actually, only when he's in Akron, Ohio, and at the gift store next to... <laughs> next to uh, yeah, uh, yeah. We're not actually. We're not going to go down that route. Never mind. But I think that's important too because I mean, us at Slang and Hope Radio don't call ourselves either. Um, well, I know I don't call myself either of those activists. Do I call myself? I don't know. One? Do you? No. Okay. So um, <coughs> we're just two people on the radio, Slang and Hope Radio, Facebook Live, uh, twenty-one point six to net. And now, whatever you don't the podcast, have to go that far. Just whatever the podcast is, um, just trying to spread some hope. Yeah, and it's just giving back what. Hope yeah, giving back what you know was given given to me. You know, in, in recovery, and I, I I try to still continue to do that. Um, whether it be speaking or or or, you know doing other things at events and stuff like that that we've done over the summer. I just think it's it's important to give back. And and I can't <clears throat> I can't stand up and say that I'm an advocate or a activist. Is it activist? Yes. <laughs> well, I'm asking the the yeah, walking dictionary yes. behind me. I'm right. saying yes. Well, it's you don't have to give me the evil stink eye. I didn't realize I was. Jesus. Sorry. Chop my These are the these is the the doors. Yeah, the Thoris. Can't say that right either. But, uh... I'm a redneck. I can't talk right. <laughs> I don't know, man. You busted out. You said continuum tonight. I'm a big vocabulary guy. You said continuum. You said activist. You said, uh... Wait, Jam, a... Jam's used words that I've had to look up to make sure that I actually understood um, the meaning just to make sure... Because I didn't want to mistake what he was saying. <laughs> I love well, I mean, hey, I, I did go to college. Yeah. I went to college graduate. I didn't finish high school. I went to the Army, so you know I'm not smart. Thank you. I'll be the first one to tell you, if it wasn't for people like you, I wouldn't have the rights that I have today, nor would anybody else that's watching. So I commend you, and I love you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it still doesn't mean that I'm smart. No, clearly, look at the guy that you stay you live with. Oh! <laughs> Joe in the house, ladies and gentlemen. Joe Turner, recovery activist. Oh. I love it. I love you, bro. I love you, babe. I love you, bro. We all love you, Shay. I, I just love how, like, everybody rips on me. I know, right? It's beautiful. If I wasn't ripping on you, man, I would. It means I don't love you. Right, that's my saying. I say that all hey, the time. Hey, Gidget said the same thing to you. I know. I actually do it because I don't like you at all. All right, Jam does not no, like hey, me hey, one hey, bit. And you all, you all keep on saying her name wrong. It's not Gidget. It is, what is it? It's Fidget. Oh, Fidget. Fidget. <laughs> <laughs> oh, She's always uh, talked about throat punching me for some reason. Mm-hmm. All the time. 
But it's because she loves him. She's like, if I didn't want to throat punch you, that means I don't like you. And I'm like, what? I'm like, where's that, like, come into play? <laughs> but it's fidget, I guess. Well, I don't know, whatever. Like if I didn't want to throw Oops, punch you. Sorry. Hey. Hey, that's an echo. That's an echo. Hold on. See. So we're good. What? Uh, any last? Well, we've got time. If got, he wants to stay we on, we've got time. If not, let me. Can I ask you a question? Uh, yeah. So. You you mentioned that you you try to stay uh, solid with at least uh, three meetings a week, which is awesome. I also do a lot of traveling, and have found it uh, difficult sometimes to stay up with the number of meetings that that I would like to, with the amount of traveling uh, that that I've been doing. You mentioned that. Uh, you don't care what what sort of an A it is. So, and when you listed out the A's, uh, you listed out different fellowships, some of them being uh, the substance uh, addiction fellowships, but you also, surprising to me, listed out a number of them that are, that the, are the uh, behavioral uh, addictions, um, which, which I thought was really interesting and, and cool because I myself have not been to any of the, uh, any of the fellowships, anonymous meetings for the, you know, for the, you know, behavioral addictions. So, um, I think that that's great, and that and that's great advice uh, to to put out there, you know, through the, the the radio and on Facebook right now for for people to not necessarily, you know, I, it, it reminds me of a good friend of mine sponsor saying, you know, look for the similarities and stay away from the differences, uh, which has been a huge thing for me in my recovery. But I was wondering, uh, in those situations where you're in the more behavioral based groups. Uh, is it more difficult for you to find the similarities, or do you find that they all uh, are are, uh, are are giving you what you need in that sense? Um, I, I find what I need in it. Oh Lord! Echo. Why am I getting such an echo? It's we all deal with different levels of isms. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, every, well, we, we, if we take away the drugs and alcohol, we still have to deal with self. And even if you're going into a 12-step fellowship that doesn't have to do with anything that you're dealing with at that present time, you're still in a group where there's power, where there's people in there dealing with self, trying to still understand how to deal with life or life's terms, and beyond the drugs and alcohol, beyond it. They're still trying to deal with this. They don't know how to understand what's going on here. And and, and that's that's a that's a, a continuum of care as we speak. That's the, the furthering of self-knowledge, of what's going on in the inner peace that we're all trying to achieve. And when we when you when you step out of the norm, you know, like we, you hear in every fellowship, when you make yourself uncomfortable, then you're in the right location. So that's what, when I go to these other fellowships, even if it's not nothing that I'm dealing with, it's, it's me stepping out of self. And, and it's, it's dropping the ego, it's dropping the pride and saying, you know what, just because I'm not dealing with that doesn't mean that these people aren't dealing with the same life issues that I'm dealing with. And, and if I'm truly open-minded and truly willing, if I'm walking in there with an open spirit and an open heart, 
I'm going to gain something from that meeting. I'm going to gain something from them, and no matter what they're trying to recover from. I don't care if it's drugs and alcohol. I don't care if it's mental health. I don't care if it's social issues, if it's behavioral issues. They're trying to recover. They're trying to repair themselves from that spiritual malady that we're all suffering from on one level or another. And when, when I go into these meetings, you know, I have to center myself. And, and, and I, you know, I have to make sure that I'm, I'm within step two. I've got to make sure I'm within step three. I've got to make sure that I'm within step 12 because I might be able to relate. It might not be me having to hear something, but I have to be open-minded to the spirit, to the power, to the energy of the group that maybe I'm meant to say something that's going to be beneficial to somebody in that room. And it's, that's, I mean, that's the reason why I go to any, I don't care what it is. I mean, it could not even be a 12-step fellowship. Sometimes there's places I go across the country that the only thing you can find is CR, Celebrate Recovery. And I'll go sit in those meetings. And, and, and it's, it's to feel that power, to feel that energy of a group of humans coming together to better themselves uh, on a mental, physical, and spiritual level that, uh, that I draw my energy. Awesome. I don't know if that answers your question. No, that was like, that was deep. That was, it, it, it very much did. Like above uh, and beyond. Answer my question. So uh, thank you for that. Now, when you're in different, uh, the different places that you travel, uh, how, how do you find these, these different meetings? What, what resource do you use to find different meetings, different fellowships? That's uh, that's my wife. <laughs> She's a great resource, huh? She is. Uh, she makes sure that I know what's going on, where I'm going, what's around. Because uh, she likes the guy of the day. She likes me being around, which is still something I've yet to figure out. Uh, yeah, I know you love me, honey. <laughs> but, uh, I but it's... She, she when, when my flight itineraries are put together, and that's what's sitting on top of them. And she goes on there and finds the meetings, no matter what they are, what, as long as it's some kind of support group. That way, if I get out there, because when I go do my interventions, there's sometimes it could be it could take two hours or it could take three days. Yeah. Um, and. You know, I've got to get filled back up because I don't know about anybody else that does it, but I pour my heart and soul into it. Those people become part of my family, part of my heart. And, I mean, it's just like an exorcism. I mean, it's like, you know, the pop. Uh oh. oh we're you're back. Ba you're back. back. You're back. You know, it's, I mean, it's like I was saying, it's, it's, it's straight up like doing an exorcism. Straight up. And it takes a lot out of you. So I got to make sure that if, if my ass is on fire and I'm, I'm starting to doubt self in, in any form or fashion, if I feel my light starting to flicker, man, I'm going. And if it's too late at night, if it's 3 a.m., guess what? I got a support group. Yep. I got people I can call. I've got, I've got Facebook. I was like, who's up? <laughs> I need to talk. Yeah. And, uh, 
it's it's I mean it's it's literally the group of people that I have around me. I can't say that it's anything that I find or I do. There's there's people that have been in, been put in place in my life for some reason or another that help me stay on track. It's uh, that's the best way I can answer that. I uh, whenever we travel or I travel or I go anywhere, I'm I'm always. I got the meeting finder on my phone, and I'm always hitting meetings in different places wherever I go. I just think it's fun, just to see, you know, something different. We go to meetings in the same place. I go to meetings in the same meetings all the time when I'm here at home and see the same people and hear the same stuff. And I hit meetings out uh, wherever, whatever state I go to, and it's just a, it's a, it's a. To me, it's a completely different and new experience, I think. Move, it dog. is. Do you notice, Joe, with, you know, with your wife, you know, obviously she Oops. knows who you are and knows all your little quirks, um, that when you are kind of going down that, you know, that road where maybe you're not doing so well that she's like, hey, you need to go hit a meeting or, you know, you're just not, you're not in a good place right now. You need to go talk to somebody. Does she know you that well? that she can kind of just tell you that, hey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, she's, she's all over me. She knows when I've had, when I've had a rough day and, or it's, or I mean, it's just me. I mean, I, I don't care what anybody says. You can have two days or 20 years. You can have that bad day. It happens to every single one of us and it's called life. And she's, she's, and she's like, hey, you need to go to a meeting. Maybe you should call your sponsor right now. <laughs> or, or she'll be like, hey, don't make me call your sponsor on you. <laughs> That's awesome. Jess does shit all the time. She's always yelling at me to go to meetings. You need to go to a meeting. I could just tell when he just seems to be on that downward spiral, just the tone in his voice or um, kind of just even his posture just changes. And I just know that he either just needs to talk to somebody or go to a meeting or something. There's just, I just, I can see that change or even just a, a behavior that just seems like it's going back to that old behavior. Just, just something. There's just something there that I can tell. Well, this, this is something I tell everybody. You know, people come up to me all the time. They're like, man, I want to do what you do. And I tell them, no. <laughs> you don't want to do what I do. You don't. This is the most, working in the treatment space, helping people get to treatment, is one of, to me, the hardest self-sacrificing, self-draining jobs that exist in this planet. It really is. I mean, you, you spend your entire day giving of self. You know, everybody I talk to, I, I go to every length necessary to try to help them. I'll literally give them a little piece of me every single time. And there's some days I talk to 10, there's some days I talk to 50 people. There's some days that are, you're, you're dealing, you're on the phone with that crying mom. You're, uh, you've done everything you can to help this person and they still go out and OD and die. And then that's, it's not, it's not the drugs the, the parents are mad at, man, they're mad at you. Yep. Or or you got you got you got the haters on Facebook. I mean, I mean, all of us have had those. And it, and it, and it is just social media, man. But that stuff can get to you. you know, it, it can it can really cut you to the bone. 
Ding. Um, <laughs> I turned off all my notifications. Yeah, it shows. It shows. Well, definitely. You know, it's not. It's not for everybody to be able to do it because there are plenty of people, as we've seen. Um, I think, especially through uh, social media, that have entered into the recovery treatment. You know, uh, space, space field, whatever you want to say. Um, and I don't want to say failed miserably, but failed miserably and either had a relapse of their own or just mentally couldn't, couldn't handle it. And that you, you, it takes a specific type of person, especially when you're in recovery yourself to do these types of things. Well, because now you turn, so now you have to turn that up. And one thing that we do agree on is when, if, if, if you're going to, what are you, what is You've turned him down so much now, it's not going to be loud enough. Keep talking, Joe. Oh. But we, it's the one thing that I do agree with him on, that if somebody, if they want to dedicate their life to, to helping people get to treatment, I'm not going to put a time frame on it. I'm not going to do that. But I want you to make sure that you're, you're sound. You know, me, my personal story, and this is, I'm not telling anybody this is what they have to do because I don't play God. But what I'm saying is I had to spend two years working on myself. Yep. Because what, what I found is when I found recovery, here I was in my early 30s, and I had no clue who I was. No clue. I had all these preconceived notions that drugs and alcohol had put on me. That, that the life that I had, I had to live. I was a child. I had no choice but to live the life that I had to live. I had no say in the matter. So going through what I went through, all of my past trauma, all these preconceived notions, I thought that's what life was. I thought that's how life had to be. But finding recovery, working the steps and, work, and working with my sponsor and going to therapy, I had outside issues, so I had to go seek help in outside places. Meetings were not enough for me. But, and that's my story. That's what I had to do. But I had to make sure, because I took, when I heard it in a meeting, because it was in me, there was a clear, there, my, that, when I met that gentleman in the jail that became my sponsor, he planted a seed in me. And I had this fire inside of me. I always knew I wanted to do something with my life. I did not know what it was. And I had this idea that I wanted to go help people. So I didn't know how to do that. And as you, you, you and, but when I heard that phrase, you can't give nothing away that you don't have. And when I first came into recovery, I didn't have nothing. I was so empty, so broken, so uh, destroyed from the outside in that I, I mean, literally, I, I spent that two years figuring out who I was, figuring out how to have fun figuring out how to interact with my wife, how to interact with my son, and most importantly, how to interact with other other people. Yeah. Besides just making them bend to my will. And, it, and it's until you learn these these concepts, these these things, on how to interact, how to, how to just to be. I'm not going to say normal, because they're, to, to say normal means I'm defining what reality is. And I'm not God. I'm not, I'm not this almighty power, and, and how dare I try to quantify what reality is. 
So you just said quantify. Look at all these big words. But it's but that's what I stress to people is 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 recovery. My story is trying to help people, but find out what your story is. Find out what it is first. It's not what life's going to give you. It's not what you can get out of life. It's what do you want out of life. Mm -hmm. What do you honestly want out of life? It's not what mom and dad wants. It's not what your sponsor. It's not what the counselors. It's not what TV, Instagram, Facebook, MTV, or whatever else it is everybody's watching these days. It's not what they want you to have out of life. And, you know, this is what I tell everybody I talk to. What do you honestly want out of life? That once you can answer that, once you can honestly answer that question to yourself, and you feel it deep down inside of you, that that's the answer, and you believe it, it's not that it sounds good, it's that you honestly believe it, then what are you willing to do to get it? Are you willing to do what they say in the rooms? Go to any length? I don't know. You're deep, Joe. That's my theory. Joe is deep. He is. So basically, Joe just right, said, guys, "Don't, don't, <laughs> don't get out of treatment and instantly go on Facebook." <laughs> Don't don't work for a treatment center and immediately directly day. out of treatment. <laughs> I don't think that's what he said at all. No, I think that you need to you need to get to know who you are right. and get yourself where you need right. to be. Right, and if that's your passion, then get some time under your belt. Well, and, it's, and it's go not forward. even that. It's not, whoa, whoa, whoa! It's not even that. Yep. You froze, but you're good. There it is. It's not even that. It's I've known guys that have went to treatment and got right out and got into the field. And some have done great. Yeah, wasn't and the still time under the this belt. Day and they're still doing great things. I know some guys that have done it, and it's relapse after relapse after relapse. Mm -hmm. But who are we to judge? Who are we to say? I'm not telling anybody on how to do their story. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm simply telling you how my story went. And all I'm asking every single person, before they decide to make a move in any direction, laterally or quadrilaterally. Yeah. Is that a word? Me and Jim. Woo! Wow. Quadrilaterally. I think look What's that one up. What's Laterally. Look it up. I'm gonna have to look you'll it up. Out of it if you, I'm gonna look it up because you'll get more out of it if you look it up yourself. Yeah, you'll remember what it means if you look it up. Exactly. If not, it's just like that bald-headed dude from Kentucky used that word. So I'm gonna. It was on my toilet paper this morning. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> Kathy um, says it looks like you need a hug. But it's. You get. Damn, needs Damn. a hug. I, I, look, when I'm listening to someone who's talking and saying good stuff, I sit back and I listen, and apparently I look sad when I'm doing so, I'm just, I'm, I'm just reading the comment. That's all I'm doing. I'm, I'm letting it be I, known. I can always use a hug, but I don't need one right well, now. Well, everybody needs a hug. Well, all right. 
I I am very much enjoying what Joe no. has to say, and I think that I think he's uh, got a great message. There's there's far too much talk out there of one person who's in the industry talking about what other people in the industry should be doing or shouldn't be doing, and quite honestly, to me, it's it's fucking boring. Um, I don't think that. Uh, that that the issue is about um, you know I'm not even gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stop talking because I'm tired of hearing everybody's different opinions about everybody else who who uh, works within the industry. So let's move on to a different topic. All right, moving on. Well, no, no, wait, wait, wait no, that's thank you, Jim. It's it's a very valid point, and I know we want to move on because we're all so sick and tired of hearing it. God knows I am. And all, all I want everyone to do is is ask themselves, like I said, ask the, ask themselves, what do you really want out of life? Yes. And and please, please, quit fucking judging everybody. Yeah. Yep. Amen. Just just quit fucking judging everybody. And everybody stay in their own lane because I mean, even if somebody has their own opinion. Every Everyone's opinion carries some level of weight. Now, so does everyone's asshole. Everyone has an opinion. Mm -hmm. Everyone has an asshole. And everyone's opinion stinks as fuck, including my own. I am not exempt. I just think that but, there is so much gray area. There's so much nuance in all aspects of life. And working in any field... Uh, there is the same degree of, of, of nuance and, and backstory uh, that is never brought into the forefront when people talk about other people and their motivations and the reasons why they're doing the things that they're doing. Uh, but nobody wants to have a nuanced conversation. Everybody wants to paint one person as bad or another person as good, yet no matter how many times I hear one person is good or another person is bad. When I sit down and have a conversation with them, you realize that they're not that caricature. They're an actual human being, just like the rest of us, that have uh, character defects, character flaws, but also an incredible amount of, of, of beauty and empathy and compassion inside of them. And that's the way each person should be uh, looked at individually. At least that's what I think, but what do I know? Just a musician. No, I mean, you're <laughs> right on. You're, you're right on because it's we're all human we're all flawed but I operate under two things have you helped as many as you can today and did you do your best I'm not going to say did you do no harm but did you uh oh you're, yeah, right you're there, there. Oh, there we go the best is every time he goes did you uh oh do, uh, did you do your no, best no, no. to cause no harm? Yep. Mistakes happen. People have their own lives. People have their personal side. Now, granted, when you come into the treatment space, um, willingly or unwillingly, you become a public figure. A level of privacy does fade away. But, damn it, people... What everybody does at their home, as long as they're staying sober and they ain't fucking hurting nobody, leave everybody alone. Mm -hmm. I mean, shit. 
If somebody's out there busting their ass to get your son or daughter into treatment to the best level of care they can get, and whether it be free, Medicaid, or commercial, private pay, we got to add that fourth column. Who gives a shit? Who is anyone to judge anybody? Who is anyone to say, well, this person's better than that? Or this center's better than that one? Shit, man. Fucking treatment alternatives might be better than um, transformations in this aspect, but transformations might be better than treatment alternatives or sound recovery or all-in solutions or vocal recovery. I mean, shit, we can go down the list. They all have their own merit. They all have their own good points. They all have their own good people. They all have their own success stories. So as long as people are doing no harm, they're helping as many as they can, they're operating ethically, they're operating legally, fucking get off everybody's back. Stay in your own fucking lane. We're judging everybody. And if we'd all come together, work as a team, imagine the good we could do. But I'm just some stupid fucking redneck from Kentucky. What the hell do I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I like the way you talk. I like them words that you use. You use big words. You got words and stuff. <laughs> no, I, you know, the, the thing... <laughs> but, but, you know, my, my experience with, with, with this and the stuff that you're talking about, and there's a, there's a piece of it, right, that it that becomes about uh, working at a treatment center or which treatment center you work for or the rest of that stuff, and, and, and that becomes... Um, daunting, but the thing that that oh, that I think is uh, the 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 most important thing for people to understand who decide this is what they want to do, uh, and why I think it is important that they are strong in their recovery is this: uh, if you decide that this is what you're going to do, you are essentially on the clock 24/7, and when you are the kind of person who has gotten this gift freely given and now want to give it to others as we are told to do, and we take that to the extreme as us who are addicts and alcoholics have a tendency to do, that it can end up doing us individually more harm than good if we're not practicing self-care, if we're not creating uh, healthy boundaries, if we're not uh, being willing to take the time off that we need. And, and I know this because I'm a guy who gets the messages at 2 o'clock in the morning as well as at 5 in the morning, right. at 5 in the evening. And I am the guy who is the extremist and the guy who is so jacked in recovery that I want to go out and help everyone. And I myself find myself getting burned out because I never hit the off button. I always want to be helping the next person that reaches out to me. So regardless of what treatment center you work with or any of the rest of that stuff, because we as addicts oftentimes, addicts and alcoholics oftentimes have a difficult time uh, regulating our behaviors, not becoming extremists. In that sense, I think it's very important that you have a certain level of uh, wisdom in your recovery, that you've uh, worked your recovery to a certain point before you start to dedicate too much of your time to helping others because it can be very dangerous and detrimental to your own health 
your own potential emotional relapse that can then lead to the chemical relapse. But all of these things are the reasons why I think it's so incredibly important that you are very strong in your recovery, which usually means a certain amount of time, usually a certain amount of time before you dedicate yourself to helping others in this way, because it can suck the life out of you if you are not careful. Well, it's, it's like our brother right here. It's in the comments. Hagee Higginbottom. Yeah. All right, look, that is my brother. Me too. I ever love Higgy. Ever since me and him. Oh, dude. Me and him, he, I met him at my very first rally I did here in Bourbon County. This damn <laughs> But me and him have been best friends ever since. I have not met a single person other than him that is as pours as much time effort his his heart body and soul into trying to help recovery artists people in recovery suffering addicts and i mean man it's most of us know his story but but this but he picks himself up and carries on you know i mean he, october 7th that's going to be his year date yep yes sir it didn't it didn't take I mean, it didn't take him to get to a year or two years before he started helping people. In one form or a fashion, putting people into treatment is not the only way you can help people in recovery. It's a very small part of it. It's, I mean, like yourself, the recovery artist. Man, you're all's message. Music is such a powerful tool. Music can change someone's attitude, how they're thinking, how they're feeling, how their day is going to be. Yep. I mean, brother, what, I mean, there's, I could wake up pissed off. I could wake up, put my feet on the ground, and I am in a shitty-ass attitude. Don't know what it is, but I can get in my car and turn on some Five Fingers, some uh, Fear Factory, some, you know, Pantera. Uh, give me some good old uh, freaking, give me some Zach Wild, man. I love some Zach Wild. Give me some Black Label any day. And my attitude's completely changed. So, I mean, I love what Higgy's doing. I love what you're doing. I love all my recovery artists, to an extent. <laughs> um, <laughs> to an extent. Um, what they're doing, because that, that music, people idolize you. They do. Now, that also brings a level of pressure. Yep. Once you become so big in the music industry, people look up to you. They put your posters on their wall. They're listening to your music all the time. They want to be you. And, I mean, literally they do. I mean, I wish my hair was still as dark as yours. I don't know. Is it just for men or what? Yes. It, actually, it, it is exactly just for men. The beard, too. If, oh, I, if I didn't dye my hair and my beard, I'd look like Gandalf, bro. Hey, it'd be a good look, brother. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there one day. I'm still trying to hold hey, on yet. Yeah. He, he saved Middle Earth. What more could you ask? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was great. I'm gray as shit. I ain't putting no... Yeah. My head's all gray. Your head is not gray. It's gray in there. No, I, you know what, I, I always dye my hair different colors. It, it doesn't hurt the fact that it'd be gray as shit otherwise, but particularly as today, uh, yes, this is just for men. 
I'm sorry. No, I don't care. I'm. I'm. Th- th- it's not a. It's not a problem for me. I don't. I don't hide it. I'm old. I'm old as fuck, and uh, you know, trying to. You're blessed as fuck and old as fuck. Old, old AF and blessed AF and and, <laughs> and, and, and die the shit. Me and, right. me and Matt Wilkoff j- joke about it all the time because like the two of us, like we are like one of these days we're gonna stop dyeing our beards and our hair and we'll go out there as like two wizards of rock. <laughs> oh yeah. Sign me up. Yeah, Sign me up for that too. Two yeah, wizards man. of rock. Here's the thing, people won't even know who you guys no, are. Be like with his is Gandalf and what's the other wizard's name? And uh and Dumbledore. Dumbledore <laughs> <laughs> Goatee Joe, and you can play bass in that band as long as you keep it gray. We'll be the three wizards of rock. We'll find a we'll find a drummer. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. I'm in. I'm right. in. <laughs> but but I mean but I mean all right. Back to I mean the serious point of it all is I don't give a shit if you've got one day or if you've got a thousand. What you have to offer, what you have to say, carries weight. The, the newcomer can say something that could affect the old-timer. Yep. So, guys, just, man, don't shine. Don't let anyone dim your light. Don't let anyone stop you from your destiny. Something I always tell everybody, I try to leave them with, and I'm going to share it with you all now, is you ain't ever, that person you thought she was going to be, when you was a kid watching Scooby-Doo and the Jetsons, I don't know what the hell you old guys watched when you was a kid. <laughs> Scooby-Doo was in Jetsons. Scooby-Doo and Jetsons and yeah, Howdy Doody. Yeah, okay. I don't you know, know, I like Thundercats. Hey, I like you. I was a He-Man guy. <laughs> <laughs> I like He-Man. Weirdos! Yeah, I did too. Okay. Thundercats, roar! Snurf, snurf, snurf. No. Snurf, snurf. Yeah. It's, no, I, look, it's thunder. Thunder. I wasn't going that far. Sorry. Snurf. Snurf, snurf. You guys, do you guys remember, um, do you remember on He-Man, um, his, he, when he was He-Man, the cat was called Oh, I don't know. Oh, Battle Cat. Battle Cat. When he was Adam, not He-Man, what was the name of this cat? Damn, Jam. Cringer. His name was Cringer? Ah! Yep. His name was Cringer? Really? That's some useless knowledge. That's some garbage can knowledge. You're welcome. <laughs> 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 Freaking mail, mailbox says Lone Ranger. Well, mailbox, right. Jesus. Right. Well, he right. walked when Jesus was around. Go yeah. back to bed, mailbox. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's coming to get you now. I know. I'm kidding. Kidding. He says, I added the gray to my hair so my wife looks younger. See? That's how you do it. Right. Well, I, are, are, are you all familiar with Dr. Demento? Yeah. yeah. Yep. 
I'm hearing that song over there coming to take me away. <laughs> coming to take me away. <laughs> yeah. To the funny farm. Yes. <laughs> yep, exactly. Well, you drink any more coffee, you're going to the funny farm. Nope, I'm getting ready to get cut. Hey, Joe. Joe, by the way, what's that? Uh, what's that coffee you're drinking over there? Yeah. It's great. I, I'm glad you asked. We went this whole session and never said a word. There's some new listeners, recovery I'm sure. Recovery coffee, my friends. And how do we get recovery coffee? Well, if my friend, if you look down in the comments, right below, right here, right now, Sunday, 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 for a limited time only. And for a great low price of... $14.95, that's shipping included, my friends. You now, can get your own bag of recovery coffee. Now, here's something that's important, because when I heard you start, when I heard you were coming on, you're doing the recovery coffee, honestly, I was like, oh, this motherfucker's trying to figure out another way to make some money. But that is not the case. All of the money that is made from recovery coffee, where does that go, Joe? It goes to help with treatment placement, treatment transportation, to help feed the people going to treatment if they're hungry, to help clothe them if they need clothes. If they're coming out of treatment and they need to go to sober living and they do not have the entry fee to get into sober living, as we all know, there's anywhere from 100 to $300 for them to walk in that door. And if that is to be the hurdle, if that is what's going to stop them from continuing their recovery, Recovery Warriors, Recovery Coffee, Stop Heroin Lexington, Bluegrass Recovery Support Services, and mainly Happy People Coffee have all united in recovery coffee to erase these barriers, to erase these hurdles for people, for our brothers and sisters that are trying to find recovery. It's all an effort. 30% of every bag sold goes to Recovery Warriors Transportation and Scholarship Fund to help get our brothers and sisters in recovery or to keep them in the continuum of care, which is sober living, transitional recovery, recovery housing of some sort. Awesome. Perfect. Now, uh, Blue bluegrassrecoveryservices.com bluegrassrecoverysupportservices.org okay bluegrassrecoverysupportservices.org boy that's a real catchy name you got there Joe (laughs) (laughs) you could well like tinder was taken clearly so you had to you know Wow! No, it, it's 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 super, it's super catchy. I'll, I'll write a jingle for that right 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 after I remember those six hundred words dot org. He's like, I'm just going past that one. Yep. Uh, that's that's where me. That's where Recovery Warriors and Stop Heroin Lexington come together to to support, to supply, to to serve the communities. To, to help aid not only our brothers and sisters that are suffering and in recovery, but to also help our employers. We have so many people out there. Our jobs are hard enough to find. They're extremely hard enough to find, and especially decent jobs. They're going to allow you to make a career and a retirement. So when, what we're seeing here in Kentucky is employers are throwing their people away. They're straight throwing them away. They have an addiction issue. It's like, here, look, here's a 1-800 number. Good luck. Don't come into work tomorrow, drunk or high, or we're going to fire your ass. Yeah. Um, so we're trying to work with employers. And what we're also doing is our brothers and sisters that are coming out of jails are coming back home from treatment. We're linking them up with jobs with these employers to provide a sober workforce. 
but we're helping we're helping with working with FMNLA that are that these people won't get fired they can go to treatment we keep them in the continuum of care they get to keep their job they get to keep their family yep, there you are I'll be back we're back but it's that's what that's what bluegrass recovery support services dot org is all about Will you put that in the comments? It's going to take them too long. It's going to take three hours to type on <laughs> Exactly. That's why we need to come up with a new name like Tinder. <laughs> there are people asking for you to put it in the comments. All right, can one of you all put it in the comments? Because when I type something, it's upside down. So, so if someone needs assistance, do they go to Recovery Warriors website? Well, Recovery Warriors, we're not blessed to have a website because I'm the guy that's going to have to design it. And it's just a Facebook page right now. So go to Bluegrass Recovery yes. Services. No. Blue... Support Services, you ass. Bluegrass Hold on. Recovery Support, support, support Services. Recovery. Blue. Wait. Blue. Grass. Grass. Recovery. Re org. Recovery. <laughs> dot. No, what no. is it? Recovery Systems. No, no, she's doing it. I'm America. typing it. I'm typing it. Of America. What is it? Bluegrass Recovery. Tinder Services. Support Services. Oh, gosh. Supportservices.org. Uber. Support <laughs> Services. Okay, Cupid. Dot. Pornhub. Oh! <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Just go to Pornhub and you'll, <laughs> you'll, find, you'll find something. You'll find something. You'll find something. 21.6 to net, so I can help radio. Wow. I don't know if I got that right. Bluegrass Recovery Support Services. Grinder. Got it. What? I got it. No, we're plugging all those. We gotta stop. Hey, you said plugging. Yeah, this is going wrong. This is going wrong. Yes, very much so. It's late in the show. It's Bluegrass Recovery Support Services.org. Thank you, Tiffany. I put it up there too. How about Tiffany. thank you, Tiffany White? Uh, you put www.bluegrassrecoverysupportservices.org. Oh. Well, Tiffany Lynn. But look, hey guys. Anybody that's watching, they can go to Recovery Warriors Facebook page, they can go to the group page, they can go to the Joe Turner Effect. My wife does me as that, as the Joe Turner Effect. That's my personal recovery page. You can go to uh, Stop Heroin in Lexington. Yes, the coffee is good. I know, you need more. Um, you can go to any of these. We all work together. We're all united in a common front. You can go to Bluegrass Recovery Support Services.org. You can go to StopHermanLexton.org. You can go to. I think he's got that uh, tattooed somewhere so I can remember it. It's on the inside of my eyelids. Yeah. <laughs> Every time you blink, you catch a word. Yeah. <laughs> but if you can, I mean, it's it's we we're trying to develop a network. It's, I mean, anybody thinking that they've got the monopoly or they've got the answer. Those are the pe people I watch. Those are the people that I, I look out for. Because unless you have a team, unless you have a group of people, 
that are really working together and you're getting opinions and you're getting other ideas and you're getting feedback because anybody that's a re any human let alone a recovering addict we're crazy as fuck hell nice. yeah amen i mean we're i mean we're manic at best you don't know if we're going to be happy sad or glad or we're going to be all three at the same time amen it, it, it takes people like tanya i mean tanya meeks stop her relaxing she is not an addict at all she lost her son her son died from an overdose that speared her she took that misery and hate and 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 just loathe and 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 mourning and turned it into her personal passion to harm reduction into narcan into getting the word out into stopping heroin um kathy garrison she's part of recovery water she's part of stop heroin lexington she deals with mental health she's never had a substance abuse issue in her life but she deals with mental illness so it's uh, it's it's a team man unity uh-oh you're frozen you there okay so joel uh myself Myself, Jam, Sling and Hope Radio, Jessica would would like to thank you for coming on and sharing. Oh, hey guys, thank you. Sharing thank you. all the stuff that you do, um, and we are for sure grateful for the things that you've done in your home state um, and the things that you continue to do, and we're we're definitely wanting to do what Jess had brought up as in a, uh, a promo so get in touch with her in the next few days let's get that rolling and we'll be playing it on air constantly on 21.6 the net and our new podcast and on facebook live every monday from six to nine <laughs> well I, I think i'm gonna ask jam if he'll give me a good 15 second voiceover and endorsement just, if you feel so inclined, uh, you message me and I'll put you in touch with my manager. <laughs> no, hey, he's serious. So message him. He'll put you in contact with <clears throat> his manager. <laughs> yeah, but for real, Jessica's my manager. Okay. Yeah, Jessica is his manager. So, um, just, yeah. Hey, I, I, I deal, I've dealt with a lot of rock and roll types, and I think he was just giving me, I thought she was just giving me the professional fuck you button. <laughs> no. We, we really don't know at this point if I have or haven't. <laughs> but, uh, no, thank you very much for uh, coming on and speaking with us and our listeners and 21.6 The Net and Facebook Live, Slang and Hope Radio. And um, when that big secret comes out, we better get uh, first, dibs, first dibs of uh, releasing it. Maybe second dibs. Maybe, maybe, second, no, maybe dibs. second dibs. We'll take second dibs. We'll take second. Well, no, it's, um, I'm developing a, a system to where we can do it all at the same time. Sweet. Fantastic. Yeah, message message me, but for real, Joe, message me. We got a couple things to talk about. Okay, brother, I'd be yeah. happy to. And guys, I just got to say one thing from that 
from that moment, that one long night that any of you had out there in that parking lot cutting it up, uh, my life has been enriched by having every single one of you in my life. Well, so, thank you. So thank you all very much. My, my life is richer for having you guys part of it, and, and thank you all very much. Well, thank you, Joe. Feel thank you very way. much. Yep, same there. And we will talk soon. Just don't be denying any of my posts again on your Facebook page. That's why you had to call me and apologize, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <just> <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody that's still listening on Facebook Live or watching on Facebook Live or listening on 21.6 net, that is Joe Turner. He was our guest tonight. Look up all of his great stuff that he's doing. Recovery Coffee, Warrior, uh, uh, shit. Warrior, uh, damn it. I just BluegrassRecoverySupportServices.org. Thank you. Warrior Project, is that what you Warrior, no, it's not Warrior Project. It's Recovery Warriors. Recovery Warriors, damn it, I brain farted, sorry. Recovery Warriors, check it all out. Check out all their pages. Check out Joe Turner on Facebook. Um, he's a good dude to have in, in, in your uh, pocket. In it, your pocket? It, yeah, like phone number in your wallet. Okay. A good Whatever. resource. Good resource. I like to put it in a different spot. So, Joe, we love you. In his pocket. <laughs> like pizza in your wallet. Where did we go at the end of the show? Man. You never know where things Thank are going to go once Shay starts Thank moving you. his mouth and words come out. You just never know. See, and hands. See, see, the, see the respect <laughs> I get? Yeah. All right, Joe. Joe, good talking to you, brother. Have a good night. Love you. Tell the family hey, said hi. Hi, Joe. Right, Bye. Where's she at? There she is. Right. She's not going to be mad at you. All right. Take it easy, Joe. Love you. Nah. Pray for me. Pray for me. Good luck. We may not see him tomorrow. <sighs> well, that was amazing. Yeah, it was. Good stuff. No, your brain froze. No shit, my brain froze. So, can we move it a little bit? I'm only half in the shot. So, we've only got a few minutes left here. Um, last week, we talked about we weren't going to do any more recovery stuff uh, just because we had done so much in the last couple weeks and that we yep. were going to start touching on mental health and everybody was all excited. And um, I'm going to kind of throw a wrench into that, even though I think everybody's going to be okay with it. Sure. Um, since... Next Monday is the last Monday of September. I think we're going to go ahead and continue with recovery because it is recovery month. Um, I just think it's right to do that. And then we'll move into the mental health side of it. And we'll go into, you know, suicide prevention. We'll do mental health. We'll do, um, I don't know, all the great things that we talked about last Monday. But before we get off air here, we've got three minutes and I just really want to quickly talk about the history of recovery month so everybody kind of knows what it is and where it came from and then um, I want to go over there is a monthly theme so that you guys know so uh, the history Reco uh, recovery month began in 1989 as a treatment works month which honored the work of substance use treatment professionals in the field the observed 
excuse me, observance involved into National Alcohol and Drug Addiction Recovery Month in 1998 when it expanded to include celebrating the accomplishments of individuals in recovery from substance use disorder. The observance evolved once again in 2011 to National Recovery Month to include all aspects of behavioral health. Uh, 28th Recovery Month theme, join the voices for recovery, invest in health, home, purpose, and community. Explores how integrated care, a strong community, sense of purpose, and leadership contributes to the effective treatment that sustains the recovery of persons with mental health and substance use disorders. And that's why I say I don't think people will be too upset about it because we're going to combine the two. So, um, last Monday in the month, we will continue on our journey of the topic of recovery, and then we'll finish out, and then next month we'll move into uh, behavioral health topics. So with that being said, I'm done with my little spiel. We have one minute left. Do you have anything left to say? Yes. Shay, Jam? So real quick, you can listen to us live at www.21... 21... 216thenet.com, <laughs> Monday nights from 6 to 9. Love you too, Joe. P.M. Central Standard Time or listen again to a show you missed or just want to hear again on 21.6 The Net. 